2: You are listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. AllGames.com.
1: All, all this
3: is George Romero. You're listening to Zombie Cast.
1: Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett,
3: and you're listening to Zombie Cast.
2: This is Greg Nicotero, The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Zombie Cast.
4: I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening
1: to Zombie
2: Cast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to Zombie Cast. You better be listening to a dupe. Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. Hey y'all, this is Lou Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, Cast. stay tuned in, you follow me? And thank you Romero for that super awesome introduction this week, and welcome zombies to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 202, where I'm Sean, I'm Matt, I'm Norma, and I'm Ted. And thank you, Zombies, for another <laughs> download of Cast. this week. You want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. The best place is every Monday night. 8 call Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies in the chat room over here at All Games. And also, mingle us here on the show. You know, you can interact with us, send us questions. You know, A lot of times we need some Canada knowledge because we're, we're very unfamiliar with the far north. As everybody knows. Uh, but uh, come join us live. But you know what? If you want to hear us live but cannot join us live, on all your devices, add the TuneIn app. It's free at All Games Radio. And uh, click play. And every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, we will come out of all your devices. And also, Amazon Echo. you know Alexa, play All Games Radio via TuneIn app. She will play it automatically. You don't even have to add the TuneIn app. And she will play it uh, on your Amazon Echo. We do want to remind you guys to go over to zombieresearchsociety.com. It's where the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. And uh, learn a little bit about zombie knowledge. You know what I mean? And uh, on the front page, you can listen to ZombieCast over there. As we have the show streaming, the the the, the most recent episode streaming over there. Uh, so click that play button and listen to us while you browse all those news articles. And we do want to thank Mr. George Romero and Matt Moak. All the panelists over there. ZombieThon. Good friend of the show, also, and uh, keeps uh, everything together there, over there. Keeps everything together over there at the society. So uh, we want to thank all those guys over there at zombieresearchsociety.com. and over on the social medias, guys. Go to Facebook, search at ZombieCast, like our fan page over there, and over on the Twitters, search ZombieCast World or follow at ZombieCast World, uh, and, and that's our show. And click that banner up top, and then I have each individual one of us hosts listed. So be sure to follow each individual host, as we love mingling with the zombies each week guys we got a big show tonight we have uh you know a, a megastar guest you, you, <laughs> oh you, thanks you,
0: guys you, i know
5: guys nah, oh, oh oh right yeah. me. Oh, God, no right.
2: no it was you Matt. I, I was okay gonna, i was gonna say we got a guy from the far <laughs> north
5: but, <laughs> but just but just like on a, a, a video game outsiders you're still just a guest
2: yeah yeah you, you're just a guest but so of you, course you're you, guesting guys Ted, those Canadians are antsy, ain't they, man? They just, just hop right up there. <laughs> guys, what,
5: they can be real real hosts.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm a real host. But, a live boy. But later in the show, we have the awesome Jack Packard from from a huge corporation in the YouTube world, and we're talking about <laughs> red, line, um, red, red Letter red, Media. Red Letter Media. Red Letter Media from over at redlettermedia.com. But I'm sure, you know, I guarantee you, if you're big on the YouTube world, you've seen these guys' videos. So you know it's a huge, uh, it's a huge guest for us tonight. Ted, thanks for uh, lining us up. I would up. say
5: it's it's huge, it's huge. And you know, if uh, I'll say this again when he comes out, if you've listened to the ZombieCast regularly, you probably uh, part of my weekly shtick is quoting something from Red Letter Media because I yeah you, you I do mention them a
0: lot. That's true. That's
5: I do. True. I love them because I think they have really good points, and uh, I like to bring their points up. So we actually have one of the men
2: who is responsible here awesome. tonight
4: awesome fantastic yes yes
2: that is awesome but guys we got some other big news and uh we're talking about next week's show and next week's show we have uh we got the zombie research society coming on zombie cast mr zombathon is uh going to be hanging out with us next week and he was with the king the creator of zombies this past weekend in texas uh, Mr. George Romero. So we had an exclusive interview here on ZombieCast through the Zombie Research Society. And you know what? There's some big news in this. This mm-hmm. is going to be released into the horror world. You know, people's talking about, say, the found footage and this, that, and the other. You know, we're, we're, you know George is going to talk about his opinion on some other zombie genre things that uh, we've talked about here before on ZombieCast. So you know, there's some controversial stuff with George Romero coming on. And also some huge, huge news. And this is exclusive. This isn't uh yeah.
0: We're not just taking a interview that happened somewhere else. Like this was done for us. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know they wanted uh, we was going to do this this week, but actually they wanted to contact a lot of the news outlets in the medias in the horror genre. And Matt's also going to be uh, g- getting some people involved. Hopefully, people like over at Daily Dead and, and all, because you know it, it <clears throat> made world horror news whenever they had the extra footage and stuff, say, from Night of the Living Dead back in the day. But, you know, we've got uh, we, we got some big news coming on Zombie Cast, And ex- like Matt said, it's exclusively on our show, you know. So uh, be sure to tune in next week. And uh, you know what? If you're from the horror media, get your pencil ready. You're going to want it. <laughs> Yes, you you're are. Gonna, you're going
4: to want to take some notes. Now, I wouldn't suggest a pencil. I would suggest more like a pen mm-hmm, because right. you want this to be permanent.
5: Wow I would suggest you go down to a tattoo artist And have it right across your forehead
0: I would suggest you rent a seat But only the edge Because that's all you'll need
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes I like that, Matt (laughs) So uh, Dude, I'm really excited about this You know, there's uh, Somebody huge in the entertainment world That's going to be in this news also that, uh, that we can't mention yet, but George will be telling you all about it next week exclusively here on ZombieCast. So be prepared for George Romero's exclusive interview here on ZombieCast next week. I'm really stoked about this. And the society is really, really stoked about this. Like I said, it's, it's to where they're trying to get the news outlets in, to, to tune in, cover the story and everything. Because it's, it's breaking news, so I'm excited. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you guys are excited about it too. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, Oh, absolutely. I, I, I was late to the show last week, guys. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know if you didn't notice, I was not here at the beginning of the show. You weren't. And, and, and I missed a whole segment, Ted. I missed. I, I missed a whole segment, man. And yeah, I yeah. Like Fortunately, Sean,
5: without, without you here to protect us, this <laughs> I, swindler, this scallywag, <laughs> he was able to trick. He was able to trick our feeble American minds and turn turn the got, tables. Ted, I listen. ran Rick shot over you, Americans. <laughs>
2: Lee Greenwood, people, Lee Greenwood, God bless the USA. Sean, we were defenseless. We were defenseless, and he he disarmed us and (laughs) turned it around.
5: We had to listen to him say horrible things, make horrible accusations based on on nothing. And I I think uh, Norma had to be resuscitated. She was completely dehydrated by the time it was over.
2: Yes, but you guys got a perfect score. You know, all those hard questions that Matt sent out. You guys got them all right, man. I'm very, I'm, I'm proud uh, to be an American, guys. I, I mean, you know, there were
4: tough questions, but when they are um, rites of, you know, passage, yeah. you know, there's just, you know, you can't, you can't fake that, you can't fail that. No, it's yeah, well, just I mean, what we the, do the, here. Life uh, yeah. In the words
5: of the great, I, I think it was Conan the Barbarian who said this: uh, <laughs> "When the going get tough, the tough get going." Yes. Uh, yes. Really was it him or Rick Astley? <laughs> I th- Pretty
0: sure no, he's never Norma. gonna give you up or let you down,
5: Norma. Really,
4: and then turn I, around I and 100% desert me?
5: I'm positive that Conan the Destroyer, Norma, uh, said
2: that. <laughs> yes. and Ted, we're not talking her norm her, her, her lingo, Norma. We're talking about hanging tough. New Kids on the Block. Does that ring a bell? <laughs> Hanging tough. That's American. Right you
4: want to be? That's funny. <laughs> it's my first concert I ever went to. Yes, I admit it. You know, I it.
5: That was my first concert.
4: That's awesome. See, that's cool bragging rights right there.
5: I went to <laughs> – no, I saw my first concert, Anthrax. What? i And that's I got – some guy, my, one of my brother's friends, forced me into the mosh pit, and I got almost killed.
4: Oh, my gosh. I almost got killed, and I wasn't even in the mosh pit. But I was like my, – my husband's arm was the only one separating me from the seven dust mosh pit. I almost got when smashed. When the
5: noise came on, that's when the mosh pit – went crazy and that's when i was pulled in and i all i remember was running out around the next thing i know i was getting picked up off the ground <laughs> oh my goodness what about Col- know what happened between what about called Col- mosh ted no no <laughs> I, i'm a tall guy like sean i'm a i'm a tall guy and i'm pretty thick but when it gets down to it i'm a total pussy
2: but, but, you know, <laughs> well a lot of people singing anthrax anthrax but you're talking about the myriad with children days right
5: yeah, well, yeah, they were on Married with Children,
2: yeah. weren't they?
5: Yes. Yeah, yeah Anthrax, then. Scotty, and the, 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 turn it up, bring the noise, that group. Public Enemy. Yeah, they sang with Public Public Enemy. Mm-hmm.
2: Chuck D, bring and the noise,
1: played, played. whoop, whoop, turn ice it ice
5: up. Ice Ice Baby? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they had a duet with Ice Ice <laughs> Baby. Mark, yeah, that's what
4: I thought. I like your boom-boom
5: down. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs>
4: so, so, you know, I, I know
2: that-
5: I don't it, think it's I like your
0: boom-boom down.
4: <laughs> Something like that.
5: <laughs> what is what is that? What is that lyric? I've never known.
0: I lick your boom boom now, Detective Man says. down the lane. Oh, I lick your boom boom now. I don't know.
4: So, so guys, you know, last week I still I... like I lick your boom boom down better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: lick your boobs, boobs down down. <laughs> but guys, last week I know you know. Last week, honestly, you know, little little behind the scenes for zombie ZombieCast over the past week, there was actually a couple thousand extra listeners. And you know what? They were probably lost last week because it was the, the ARS instead of the CRS. And for the new zombies out there, there was lost last week. You know this. You know it, we always have a geolo- geography segment. <laughs> it uh, at the beginning, and of you can tell how past, much
0: it goes well. Yeah.
2: So 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 what it is? You know, we talk about the Walking Dead. We talk about fear. We talk about Romero. We talk about zombies. But you know what? We also have a survival segment and we've got an organization that we have created there's badges there's medals it's called the canadian research society and three of us are from the god bless the usa which is why we talk slow on this podcast (laughs) and 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 the guy the 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 guy that says a lot and 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 o and and all that Mm -hmm. on his sentences is from the far north of canada so you know they're next door, you know. There's no wall there. We have no protection. Not yet. Not yet. So Trump,
5: we, Trump. 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 No. Trump. Trump.
2: Trump. Trump. So so you know. We're in someone's a, a way to pay respect, <laughs> and especially since Prince died next to Canada, and I think there's some uh, espionage <laughs> in there. We, yeah, we are we always are we
5: are we positive that Canada did not did not have Prince assassinated. Look,
0: guys, it's an open and shut case. I don't think we should discuss it much more. I don't. I don't think it deserves <laughs> that.
5: You know, this is how World War One started, Matt. Francis Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: And, and, and yeah. you know, I've said this many times for the zombies out there that you know you've never you know we've got a picture to where when the Titanic is sinking, it, it, there's there's one snapshot that, that that we have here at the society that's not known global yet, but there's a Tugboat in the background with the Canadian flag. So I think you know icebergs could be towed, tugged, whatever. They you call could it. be tugged. <laughs> I think wow. you're an expert. For a lot of tugging. First of yeah,
4: <laughs> been talked over there. I and mean, there's been boat. talk about big and little dippers, and now tugging. This is trouble.
2: Yep, and, and yeah. you, know, yeah, all the Americans, they, they know how the geese are here. The Canadian geese. <laughs> Ted. Yeah, well, we figured out that we, we figured
5: out your geese. We're on to your geese.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we're all to geese are onto man. my geese? We're onto yeah. your geese. Oh, okay. And, and, and you know, Matt, we, <laughs> had it, we even nice. had to explain to him what a bumble was from Rudolph. He did, he was clueless to what a bumble was. So we know they hold in secrets.
0: And apparently it's my national animal, too, so I felt a little uh, guilty about that.
2: Bumbles bounce.
1: Bumbles <laughs> bounce. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I thought you were gone, Cornelia. Yes. As you
0: can tell, it's a riveting segment every week, folks, full of Canadian knowledge and uh, mocking. And
1: <laughs>
0: you, know, you know what I
4: came across, Matt, recently? And it's funny because I reshared it on Facebook, but I, it showed on memories, um, you know, and you're like, this is how I feel every time on ZCast. And it's Americans being asked information about Canada. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so me and Ted, me and Ted have been doing some research this week with the Kennedy Research Society before we get into fear what the walking dead talk. And, 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 you know, one thing that is a big mystery to the United States is the Christmas ornament growing trees. We've seen them in Rudolph. We have seen them in many things. <laughs> but your trees, yeah. Matt, grow with presents on them. Popcorn, they, and they grow right out of the glitter. ground. And they already
5: have ornaments and presents <clears> hanging <throat> from them when they grow. Oh, so, and so, then you water But yeah, yeah. behind that. Most of the time,
0: it grows with presents, yeah.
2: What are in those presents?
0: Uh, well, it depends if you've been good or bad. If you've been good, you get a, <laughs> a nice beaver tail. If you're bad, you also get a beaver tail, but it's not that good. Like, a, uh, got poop on it? <laughs> yeah, a beaver tail with poop. A pooper tail, as it were.
5: Yeah, a The beaver tail. poop pooped on its tail before they cut the tail off?
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. No, yeah. you know beaver tails are like a dessert, right?
5: No. It's like is got some more, more Canadian knowledge here, Sean.
0: There you go. Add that to your rolodex of uh, stupidness,
2: <laughs> Matt. Th- this is supposed to be a professional show tonight, man. We have big guests. <laughs> so, what are, what are They're doing, listening man? right now, going, "What did
5: we
1: book? What are you
2: doing, uh,
5: Matt? Why are you besmirching our show yeah, with, your, with, your, with your attitude?" <laughs>
2: so, we asked oh, you about the trees, man. Tell us about the
0: trees.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: well, they have we maple in don't. them, don't they?
0: Not you too, Norma. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, those like, are only Sadie specific Grace cheese that maple.
5: <laughs> he has besmirched our. He has besmirched our. Our, our trust and sh- and show.
0: I would love to one day just like do back and forth legit Canadian versus American knowledge.
2: We do it every week. Well, man? you'd win. Shoot, just
5: shoot, man. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> shoot. I, I, I forfeit on the ground. <laughs> there's no point in that. You'd win. Save some
2: time. So, man. On a serious note. Canadian Research Society, dude. How far is Hoth from your house?
0: Hoth is, well, by train or car?
2: By Battle, Imperial, Imperial, uh, Walker.
0: Imperial Walker. Imperial Walker, it's a straight line. It takes about 30 minutes from my house. Um, if you if you go by Snowmobile, it's a little faster, but you want to go by Walker just because it's a pretty dangerous route. Nice.
5: Walkers are very slow.
0: They yeah. take, yes. they take
5: large steps but slow steps. He's but... You don't have to worry
0: about the raiders. You don't have to worry about the rebels. You can just get to your destination safely, right? And, then, and that's,
5: that's the biggest got, thing. If
2: they got tow cables, they could be a problem. Snow okay. speeders. You, you know what, Ted? I think, dude, I'm really thinking about moving to Canada, man. They got Santa and Hoth
5: and Superman
2: <laughs> and Superman where he lives. Yeah, and the everything Crystal else. Think
5: of. <laughs> it, it sounds to me like it sounds to me. Like you go to Disneyland, you go to Storybook Land. And it's like the happiest place of, of Disneyland. I think Canada is just a big big storybook land yeah well you're almost there i mean i appreciate that it's i nice. think it's the happiest place on earth
0: you're more than welcome to show up sometime guy in fact i encourage you guys to visit me one day let's do a, like a z cast mm. reunion i say
4: we do it i've been again Canada before or something yeah. i'm just gonna go like late june maybe early july because i still froze my bum off the first week of june
0: no. Yeah, no, it should be a good time. That's usually when the, the weather stops being a dick. So. Well,
4: like a... I
5: have to have a passport to get into Canada?
4: Yes, no, yeah, but you, you need do. to come back out. You don't need to go uh, in. You need to come back into I, the United it's States. It's like
2: Tijuana, yeah. Ted. You go in there with nothing but can't come back. You can
4: never leave. Mm-hmm, I can't go to much. Hotel Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Let's the talk Canadians about... want us in there. They just don't want to t- give us back. No, that's right.
0: Yeah, we need more of you. That's exactly what we need. Yeah. more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, guys. It's a fine line. That's enough Canada tonight, guys. That's enough.
4: Old I don't know.
0: The alternative is talking Fear the Walking Dead. I'd rather do this for the next half oh, hour. No.
4: Yeah, I had <laughs>
0: – it was not a
4: strong episode for me.
2: What? All right, guys. Sean, okay. All right, all right, I guys. Want well, But wait, before, I want to- we- before we get into Fear the Walking Dead, I want to say this. We love The Walking <laughs> Dead, but we talk facts here. <laughs> We're Brass tacks, Brass tacks. That
0: apparently doesn't anymore mm-hmm. Facts and stuff that makes sense so, But that's cool
2: so, I honestly enjoyed last night's episode it, it was all over the place But in the end it, There was a twist And, and you know what
0: No, I'm gonna have you, to, I gotta call you out I gotta call you out, Sean I think this is an Apple thing where This show could literally shit the bed one episode And you'll be like That was the best bed
4: shitting I've seen on TV <laughs> Ew <laughs> Like sexual chocolate
0: yeah, right. I I, so, I don't think you're seeing this through fair eyes, Sean. That was a shit show of a show. I mean, it had two minutes of intense scenes, but the rest of it made zero sense. All
2: right, all right, I'm ready to explain it because we started off with a prologue <laughs> from from middle of the episode, which was uh oh my god, my mind's blank.
4: Nick well, Nick, writer, Nick was if you're swimming ashore
2: night. naked. Right?
4: Yeah, that was like I don't know. That to me was a little bit of a brutish kind of way to start the episode, because that was I'm like to get Tarantino
2: here. moment. That was after the people had attacked. Tarantino moment, And ago. and you know what? <laughs> uh, yeah. uh Victor. That's his name, right? Victor uh Strand. <laughs> after- Victor Strand being- had sent him to shore to find <laughs> the uh the guy that he went looking for. So so like wasn't, like the prologue wasn't was after halfway through.
1: Attacked,
0: I don't think so. Yes, because that was after they no, were
2: attacked. Uh, Victor no, Strand sent him to off shore to go find this guy because yeah, he, that, was, he was sent that, that's what the he helicopters was before, were Sean. for. But that's what he the was, helicopters he was were for. They were at the border. They could not cross the border because there was actually a block from the United States to go into Mexico.
0: But he wasn't sent when the, the ship was taken over. He somehow – we missed a whole conversation where Strand is like, I need you to jump in the water in freezing conditions. Yes. Swim to shore in a zombie-infested camp. Find a random Mexican in a house somewhere and, and put this all together. And just do that because you're a cool guy. And Nick was like, there, here there I was go. Some
5: conversation last week I know private between Strand and Nick that I think uh, set this up. But I can't remember exactly what they said.
2: I think said it sure standards. and find. Uh, I'm found pretty positive. I,
5: I might have the episode recorded. I will check later.
0: Would that make sense for Nick's character though? Just to be like, yeah, I'll do this for you Strand. I'll swim? Sure.
4: Sure. <laughs> I mean, Nick is supposed to be a much smarter character this time, but it almost seems like they still kind of give him that druggy, kind of dopey kind of vibe yeah. still to him. I, and I don't know. I think he his character deserves a lot more respect from that. And you know, as to who he's become now. So to me, it was just, I don't know, it just felt like such a brutish way to kind of start this and kind of leave us thinking like, what's going on? I mean, we kind of don't know till later, but... Still, I didn't like that. That was not a strong beginning for me on this episode.
0: This made no sense. And we then the, the whole... Conversation.
4: Only one zombie on that shore that kind of chases him, and then he closes him and himself in a tent. Like, that zombie couldn't bite through that little net. Yeah. Well, they can, like, good, you know, like, get through, you know, like, like,
5: clothing. It, it's like when Rick and the gang cover themselves in guts, it's because they've got to go through 10,000 zombies... He covered himself in guts to go around, like, three.
4: Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was a he very... He was lucky dour- then. <laughs> <laughs> He was lucky But did you right? see all those tents? I mean, it's un- it was not believable to me.
2: Remember I thought there were so little was zombies
4: with all those tents If there. you
2: remember the start of the apocalypse, within the first week and a half, which we were at, and Rick was in coma, they were exterminating people.
0: But they were in tensos. These are people who, who escaped the extermination. These are refugees who were waiting to get help right because it said help us on the shore so these there should have been like a hundred zombies in those tents who died waiting for help shouldn't there have
2: been i think it'll pay off i think you guys are jumping ship too quick (laughs) i think we're We're into like episode 10 (laughs) well this is what episode 4 right Uh, yeah but episode 10 overall
5: it's episode uh what's it episode like might you know what? Yeah, I think it's it was six in the first season, right? So this would be episode ten. This I is think. oh
4: total yes, because it's the fourth of this season. Right. So
2: I think it was a brilliant episode. I I, I, I like <laughs> for one thing that I liked about it was it showed that you don't have to sit in like a dentist office this this being closed up and just have a sleeper episode. I mean. I, even the film quality i I like on it yeah but it's a six episode season
0: so they don't have time to be filler so but we're getting the other end of things where they're speeding too fast between like really important plot points they gotta like how did nick and buddy get back to the ship
2: nick and nick and his friend yeah nick and uh mexican how Um, did they find the ship it, it was they never moved
4: See, I they had that moved. impression that they weren't moving either. I had that impression that they were anchored down.
2: Yeah, they were anchored Cause, down.
4: Because, you know, the hobby, he he can't stand this show, by the way. He watches just to humor me. But he's like, oh, like, where would Nick know how to come um, swim back to them if the boat's moving and they're on the way to Mexico? Right. And I said, I think it's already anchored down.
2: All right, you want an explanation?
4: <laughs> Do I it.
2: think You remember, Victor and Nick were in, in the prison together, right? Victor told Nick. He said, you, "You're a man. You're you're pretty much like a, a a wild and crazy man, but you have your head on your shoulders. That's why he yeah. agreed to take Nick with him. You know, he didn't know all these other people were coming. So I honestly think that, that they were anchored there. And, and this is this is facts. <laughs> uh, but but you know, Vic, Victor was like, you know, you know, he, they know that they're going to the villa house mm-hmm. uh, down in Mexico. They know that the that, that, you know that they." They believe that the border has been shut off to where they're going to kind of have to sneak into Mexico because it's been quarantined from the United States. So I think the first stop was, was to get, uh, God, I wish I knew the guy's name, the, the sniper guy, the Mexican guy. So okay. I, I think, and then all the hell broke loose not, while they were yeah. gone. <laughs> the other guy was Abigail. It was, it was, You're uh, reaching, dude. Yeah. It,
4: <laughs> Which is who the yacht is named after. Thomas Abigail.
0: Can't you just admit it was re- it was a huge stretch to think Nick would go that length to help Strand by jumping into the crazy ass cold water, risking his life with like a crazy amount of zombies just to wander around and find a random Mexican contact? Like that's not his character. His character would have been like, "No, you're you no, just killed a dude. bunch of people. You I can't you just this, you just let a bunch of refugees die. I'm not helping you." But Nick was like.
2: You think he was actually like, "Yep, here I go." Well, Splash. Victor's, Victor's been talking to him though. He knew where the guy was.
4: Did they he, kind of? Are, are they trying the to radio? make him like the Glenn of the show? You know how Glenn was the one that would always go through like the suicide missions. But it just to me, it doesn't seem kosher. At least not with this character. You know what I mean? Like it makes sense with Glenn, but for him to be like the put yourself into peril just to save everybody else. Just I don't know. It just doesn't seem it doesn't seem to level with, you know, the type of persona they're trying to make Nick to be. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just too too spoiled with, you know, who Glenn is and the show and who he's become.
2: Well, it'd be easier if I explained it in in our terms. Right. All right. I'm a gay dude. Right. Okay. I got a boyfriend. Well, he's got a guy. Sean, my goodness. This is wonderful. Ted, Ted, you know, Ted, Ted is, Ted is my boyfriend. Oh, all right. Damn. All right. Yeah. So, so the zombie yeah. apocalypse goes <laughs> down <he> can. <laughs> and, and, and I mm. call, I call Matt the sniper. I'm like, all yeah. right, all right, Matt, we're, we're going right. to come down. I know you're over the border. We're going to come down to this coordinates and we're going to yeah. pick you up on the way to the villa and I'm going to send okay. a guy over to get you. Only the okay. people don't know our plan. So one guy's coming solo to get you to come here and then we're going to the villa I, I think that that's, that's the way it was. We're going to anchor yeah. here and send this guy over. You know, we're, we're, all right, we're at your latitude, longitude. You know, we'll send him out. He's going to swim over safely. We're going to get you. You're going to come back safely. on the boat. <laughs> that's a pretty big assumption. But, but, I mean, <laughs> do, you, but do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, on a serious note, I feel like that, that that's the way it went down because Victor Strand was talking to him on the phone. Remember, we were like,
0: who's Victor talking that to? That really – it's not that relationship I'm questioning. It's the, it's the whole, we're supposed to believe that Nick would go through those lengths for Strand, who he's seen cut off refugees, who he's seen like Strand people, literally Strand people, no pun intended. So Nick is now on his side to the extent that he's going to swim in a dangerous, crazy-ass cold lake in the middle of the night to maybe find a guy to help Strand, that just didn't make sense right, to me. Right, it's just, not
2: his character, like Norma said. All right, hypothetically speaking, all right? Victor Strand parked his yacht last week, and they, and they went on ground. Victor didn't leave him once the boat was fixed. He let him board back on the boat. I mean, that's a little bit of trust, I would think.
0: Yeah, but then that very same episode, or maybe the episode later, he cut off, like, uh, uh an innocent, two innocent people.
4: Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I, it made good storytelling for last season, for last episode. Now we just see that Strand is is a big baby, for big lack of a better word, a
5: big doo doo head.
4: What <laughs> <laughs> is it? Um, you pee pee pants? Because he's now running away in this little um, raft, you know, raft, trying to get away instead of trying to protect these people or at least protect his yacht. Mm-hmm. So we even about, he's,
2: um oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just I, I mean I, I'm not saying there wasn't any loose holes, but but I'm saying it, <laughs> I, I I think I think that that was more the logic of what was going down. I would like to bring up
5: uh the girl, the young the young daughter, what's her name? She is hot, man. She yeah, she is. But she's Jack the one Norma. Jack from that? the radio showed up. I'll tell you later. Jack from the radio showed up who and from what I saw in the show, she had about what two conversations with this guy and he comes on and she's just like jack just knew who he was he knew who she was she's <laughs> throwing her arms around him like i want to run away i want to join your group and run away they're having like this relationship that should be established after like nine episodes of them talking to each other
0: yeah it was like it's two radio bit, conversations
5: yeah it was just a couple of radio conversations and not to mention i'm i'm sure they wanted her to look very attractive for when jack showed up but she rolled out of bed <laughs> and she, and she put on this sweater and her hair. She looked like she was on her way to the Academy Awards. I mean, she had lipstick on, makeup. Her hair was beautiful. It was, it was silly. And I know they probably wanted her to look great for when Jack showed up because it'd be some sort of like, well, she can manipulate Jack because she's so beautiful. But it was just like, good lord.
4: <laughs> well, you know, have you ever seen the movie Ransom? You've been, thir-
2: you've been a teenager, Ted.
4: <laughs> You've been a teenager. You know, the movie Ransom, I've never seen it with Mel Gibson, where um, his son gets taken from him and he's trying to find it, whatever. Right. But the kid never sees his captor's face. So eventually yeah. in the movie, spoilers, this movie came out 20 years ago, people. So don't get pissed for spoiling it. But anyways, so, you know, the kid finally makes it back home, but he never finds a captor. And the captor, the captor, or whatever, I can't even talk tonight. It's all the sugar, high. Um, sure. I guess he was in law enforcement or something and he's the one who said yeah I found your kid but really it was him who kidnapped him and when the guy came to collect the ransom you know Mel Gibson is in the office talking to this guy and the sun comes up and he just hears the guy's voice and then you just see the kid he just he loses his bowels you know he just pees all yeah. over the place because he recognizes that voice now they did have a longer time together but sometimes you can just recognize that and I think that's how they try to play this part with this girl
5: I think I think it was a voice recognition thing too, but it was still. and ransom, you understood it because that kid had been traumatized by that voice for like months. I mean, that voice would be engraved in anyone's brain. That mm-hmm. you know, been telling him he's going to die on and on and on. So, but this is just a couple of fuzzy conversations over a walkie-talkie, right? And then she's throwing her arms around him and saying these th- like they they had conversations like they're they they'd known each other and been in love for ten years lifelong like, <laughs> friends yeah. yeah like we need to, we need to re- get aw- we need to put all this behind us and get away you know and he's like grabbing her hand and pulling her and, like um hmm. and he was he was like throwing everything to the wind with this chick too like
0: here's this really tough guy who's been killing people so we assume right. It takes one girl to like kind of flutter her eyes and he's like, all right, I'll let you know these handcuffs. Yeah, but you I believe you.
4: it's the end of the world. He doesn't know if he's ever going to meet yes, anybody me. else like this. And they did have like that whole episode where they were talking to each other, you know, and when I don't know, we've I don't think we've ever been in that desperate situation that maybe you're just willing I- to <laughs> Matt, to just, you know. Throw it all away just for that. I want. I mean, we all had our little childish kind of moments. But she's
5: but. acting all like I want. I mean, she might be manipulating, but she's acting all like I want
4: to run away.
5: And it's like you know that this guy you're all into um, manipulated you to, to you. get an army of thugs onto your ship. That's probably going to kill your whole family.
4: And that to me is the sloppy writing that drives me nuts. Okay, I understand but, she's a teenager, whatever. But this that to me was just stupid.
2: Did you guys catch uh, uh, who the bad guy was last night? Jesse McCartney. Yeah, uh, is it's uh, uh Nick McCartney's brother, the guy from uh, Backstreet okay. Boys. Yeah, you remember his little brother Jesse, yeah. the blonde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the one that got stabbed with the pole. He was the he was the jerk face guy. No, I
4: didn't realize that was him. I heard I knew the name. I'm like, that sounds like Nick's little brother, but I kind it's of like forgot. It's like Justin who.
2: Bieber back in the day, you know the little oh, yes. blonde kid affiliated with Disney. But his but his big brother. We well, yeah work out he a was. thing where Justin Bieber comes on a show and gets stabbed. <laughs> Dude, I, I like Justin Beaver, man. <laughs> me either. But, you know, for me, uh, you know, ZombieCast is, you know, we're, we're a show for the new listeners. We're where we, What I call front porch conversation. We're sitting in a rocking chair, you're having a pint, and you're just talking about things you like. That's what ZombieCast is. So, you know, we don't necessarily do everything scene for scene, but we're like a bunch of, you know, we are what we are. The guy sitting on the front porch uh, talking about things we love, which is Fear the Walking Dead. You know, last night I, I felt a little revelation of happiness because it seems like that they tied so many things from the past episodes, like the like the boat name. You know, you mm-hmm. know, the, I, mm-hmm. I think there was a, there was so much character building last night because you know you had Victor Strand and then you had Thomas Abigail. You know, which is obviously Thomas Abigail. You're like, wow, he's the guy that owns the boat. It's not Victor's boat. And then they have mm-hmm. the whole scene to where they're having drinks. They go back. He's drunk. He's trying to take the credit cards and he's like, you know what? I might remember this, but, but I, I like the whole character building with that, you know, with, with, with them being, you know, gay lovers. And then you're like, you know, you know, Victor for one is trying to get back to the man that he loves Two, mm-hmm. he's taking the boat. We know where the boat is now. That's Abigail, Thomas Abigail. But mm-hmm. but, but I felt like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I felt a warm feeling inside because I was like, ah, oh, now, now it makes sense, you know, Victor's not the rich guy. You know, he he was bankrupt. Right. His his lover's the rich guy. But you know what? His lover let, you know, bygones be bygones. You know, he he said, you know, you're you're pretty much not convicted, but... You're obligated. You're obligated.
4: And, you know, it's funny you say that. I love that
2: that part of it.
4: Because in fear, um, on the Talking Dead last night, um, they actually say that that's what... um, what Victor said to Nick when they were in the jail cell together.
2: Oh, you're so, off
4: Yeah, that's what he told him that's at one right. point in their conversation. Right. He did. So I'm like, oh, I, d- I didn't remember that part. So I thought that was interesting, you know, kind of how they turned those words around.
2: Which for me made some of the scenes in the first season just a little bit better. Now you're saying that, Norma.
4: Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I, I, mean,
2: I it's <laughs> like it, it's connecting more. <laughs>
4: look i'm not saying i'm liking season two so far this season this episode is probably my least favorite i think they try to jam too much action and try to keep us too entertained that they kind of maybe just be lost the whole entire time you know it just felt they were you know they're like this is not going to be a sleeper episode and we're just going to bring everybody in but it really didn't do that for me i'm like huh like a couple times i'm like well where were we why how do we get here and yeah, it, it just goes
0: too fast. It's almost it, – because it is a six-episode run, so they're, they're uh, trying to cram uh, a lot of it stuff it's
2: into 16 it. 16 episodes.
5: No, there's but there's, this run is only uh, a few six more episodes. episodes.
0: Yeah. There's only six episodes in the season.
2: They, I, th- I thought they were doing like
5: 18 episodes in a row too, and then last night yeah. they said there are only three more episodes of Fear the Walking Dead.
2: Wait, so. wait, which there's eight in the first half, right? Yeah,
5: I guess. Uh, what was last night? The fourth? Fourth?
2: Yeah, sure. So I that they're going to be seven, seven, and seven. And I thought, I thought it, they, I thought it was a sixteen-episode season.
5: No,
0: no, no, no. Yeah, it's. I think it's the same size. I think last season was uh, six seasons or six episodes. Yeah, well. it was
2: just six, just like the first uh, season of The Walking Dead. But they got a full mm-hmm. season uh, this season, Matt. I believe. I was thinking it may be fourteen. I don't think so. I believe it was sixteen. Yeah, because they, they're going no. be to take a break. Are you uh, a sure? <laughs> yep.
0: Okay. Because I don't think that's true. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. Well. Okay. What? So they're gonna they're really gonna stretch this out then if that's true.
2: But I mean, if, it, if it, we got this much in four episodes, I, I think we're gonna get it. Crazy stuff. Does it say how many? So do, you, do you
0: not think it's so? Do you think it's a perfect show?
2: <laughs> I don't.
0: I, I, I don't you never I, say I, anything bad about it it's like you're trying to defend it for no reason like do you do you, what would you like to see done better uh,
2: i I think they need to dumb it down for some viewers well that's a bad <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> for us idiots who don't like it and therefore <laughs> don't and therefore don't understand it.
4: <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, feel bad guys Fear really of I liked it
5: more it. at the end, just at the beginning. I think we were all confused. And we all, yeah, we're like, like I think me, me Z and Matt all were all like, did they accidentally skip an episode? What happened?
2: Well, sometimes yeah. they have a prologue at the beginning. But like, it just, like you know, it's weird night. that
5: then those people showed up and everything about it just felt very right weird. Off.
4: But that prologue was yuck. You know, I, I think, I don't think we can all be fair, 100% fair to Fear because... We have been spoiled with The Walking Dead, and I know I've said that before, but mm-hmm. it just seems like because we are we have such a great show, that's a tough act to follow, you know, and I don't know, I they, episode one, two, and three, it was really good. It wasn't great, but it was really good, but I felt like they almost slacked us off a little bit in this episode. That's all I can say, I guess.
0: I think it's a good show, but it's not, I mean, it's, it's a mediocre show, and I will, I'll watch it because I'm interested, but... Like sometimes I, I feel Sean, since I said I didn't like in the beginning, and we had our little argument, that you're not willing to admit when it's it's not that strong,
2: dude. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not faking it at all, guys. I swear. When I got done watching it last night, even at, you know my my 13 year old son I was like, Dad, that's one of the best episodes I think I've seen of of all the Walking Dead. He's like, I really oh enjoyed my God. it. But what? It, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, but like. Take a look at it
0: objectively, though. Like, what really? Nothing new happened last episode that you haven't seen in a Walking Dead episode. We haven't reached we haven't reached a single height that the Walking Dead has reached. Like, we all know. What well, we, we did is, find like, out
5: the best character on those shows is is, is uh, prefers the company of men.
0: That's true, gay people. But like, what in the fear of the Walking Dead elicits the same response as like the wolf attack or? Or Carol coming up. What character in the Fear of the Walking Dead ranks with Michonne or or Daryl or or any of the Walking Dead characters? Like, there's no standouts. There's no standout scenes. It's just kind of, for lack of a better words, it's just sailing I, along this. In it, it's kind of mediocre path. Where now we got people on the boat that took it over. That was kind of cool.
2: But but, but but I honestly think that people look at the Walking Dead like like it's the Avengers. These are all comic book hero tight people. You know, she's got the swords. Oh she, you know, he's got the gun. He's got the crossbow. And, and this is not like that. And, and I think that that that's why a lot of people just don't like it. I mean that it, it it's so different from The Walking Dead. On that I, aspect. I, I,
0: we agree with that, but I think it's so different in that it's just not it's not hitting the right points to make it an interesting show. That that's what I'm saying. It's it's a decent show but every single plot has been done before, and ten thousand other zombie things. The the family that's surviving, that's got to make hard decisions. The 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 marauding people that you know take over ships or settlements. Like it's kind of hitting the same notes as The Walking Dead. It's it's not really giving me anything new to kind of sink my teeth into, and it's, the characters are forgettable. All right.
2: <laughs> one thing. That, one cry. thing. That, <laughs> one thing that I hear here on Zombie Cast. And, and I, I mean, I don't know how to explain it. You know, Like, a lot of times, we're, like us, we're like, they need to get out of the fucking prison. They need to get off the fucking railroad tracks. They need to get out of the damn woods.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I mean, every week it seems like we're somewhere different. I mean, we're, we're getting what we asked for. We're on right? the ship. What do you
0: mean somewhere different?
2: Well, I mean, the, the plane <laughs> crash Before that, you were at the ranger station. This week, you're at the campsite. I mean, it, it was three episodes in three totally different places.
0: And the campsite was two seconds of footage, but yeah. I, I see yeah. what you're saying, Sean. I, I'm not totally against it. I just I, I feel <laughs> like you're saying it's better than The Walking Dead, but I I, I don't think it's coming near The Walking like, Dead level. Like, of quality. Like, like, like
2: for me, I, I love The Walking Dead. It, it, it trumps everything, right? Mm-hmm. But how many times, I, and I'm speaking about me? How many times have I said, "Damn that that was, episode sucked." It was it was just nothing. <laughs> and, and you know what? I, I feel like you know we, we got the city scenes, we got the bar scenes, we got the 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 tent scenes, we got uh you know where where the apartment place was, where Nick found the guy. We got we got the gunman this episode. We got a kidnapping this episode. We got. That's,
0: all, that's I mean every I mean single one of those things that's happened in Walking Dead.
2: But what I'm saying, we, we got twenty different situations on this one episode. <laughs> and I just feel like it's action action packed with stuff. I mean, I honestly do. All right. Would it
4: be an interesting story <laughs> if this is the group that actually gets back on the ground, on the solid ground, and restarts civilization? You know, they become the strong, they're able to create like a governor type. A village, but you know a democracy, and they're the ones that start getting people in and repopulating everything and and taking things down. Would that be an interest more interesting story
0: i, I yeah, maybe a clearer direction, not just we 're
5: going to Mexico like a clear overall goal. Like I know right now they're surviving.
0: Right. Get that. But
5: And it's a the thing they get they're going to get to Mexico and it's all going to go to shit in about 2 seconds and they're going to have to get somewhere else and then it's all going to go to shit in about 2 seconds.
4: Like right. I mean you could always give those zombies some cocaine, they might be better off.
5: But,
2: okay. But
4: but,
2: but, <laughs> but, but on, honestly, this this is me speaking about me about what I complain about. Like say like last season, you know, you got the first three good episodes of season six of The Walking Dead, and then the last five were just like. until the Glenn thing was like, you know, they, they were stuck in that medical office, and then Abraham was on a bridge, and for an hour we were like nothing, you know, nothing. That's not happened. fair. We liked but, those episodes. but last night felt I thought we all like, but last night felt like a good solid episode of like Sons of Anarchy. You know, you wasn't stuck in one house yeah, for an just hour. i out and just like, like 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 in Sons of Anarchy, you know, Jax, you know, he would go have a meeting with this gang, and then you know they would come up with a plot and a meeting, and then they'd, they'd go have a shootout over here, and then there would be the Mama dilemma, and and the Dad, and Jax. and you know, you got twenty different point of views in every episode of Sons of Anarchy, and for me, I feel like that fear is like that. What were not... the
0: twenty different point of views? Left it was it was Nick and Mexican and boats and bad people. Where, where oh. were the other eighteen point of views in the episode?
2: All right, we well, had Nick solo. Yeah, you had Nick solo. You had Nick with the Mexican. <laughs> you had Victor Strand oh, in, well, that's in the fair. hotel room. You had Victor Strand in Mexico
0: okay, with pack. his lover. Uh, yeah, but that's like, you had Rick in his house. Rick in the bathroom. Rick in the forest. Rick in bed
4: with Michelle. Michelle.
0: I'm talking about like legit, like different plots going on because. I think you're throwing Walking Dead under the bus too much here. I, I think if you go back and watch the season, it has just as many different locations, just as many plots going on at once, especially with a huge cast like Walking Dead. We always had four plots going on in the same episode. But,
2: but if, if there was a comic for Fear of the Walking Dead, right, <laughs> everybody would be like, oh, shit, Connor's coming. He's fucking coming. And then they would, they, they, would, yet, they would dangle it in front of us for five episodes. Oh, is it this episode? Is Connor coming? <laughs> you don't know the path. You don't know who's coming, and that's what I like about it. I think
4: you know. I wanted to talk a little bit, if possible, in depth about the two, the two women on the boat. And I'm not talking about um, what's his face, his daughter. I can't remember her name now, Ophelia. I'm not talking about her. Useless. But um, I thought it was really interesting how the young teenager and then you know the mom, um, Travis's wife, are both using manipulation. You know, I thought it was interesting how Travis's wife was talking to the, the pregnant girl and asking her about her baby and when does she due and, you know, this kind of thing. And I don't know if you heard it, but she admitted to her herself having a drug addiction and um her losing her baby. And I thought that was um pretty interesting how she's she's pulling the the school counselor card on her and just trying to get into this girl's inner psyche to see how she can try to win her over to her side or or wait for a moment of weakness to try to get to her. Did you guys notice that? Mm
1: -hmm. He was definitely
0: uh, trying to get her off her game, that's for sure. So I
4: thought that was pretty interesting. That was very sneaky. And, and, you know, even um, the daughter who's like, yeah, I want to come with you, but you got to bring my family with you. You know, I just thought that was interesting how they were trying to show because I think – all of us in those situations would try to way to kind of assess your, your surroundings, but go on a psychological level as opposed to a hands-on battle out, you know, kind of moment.
0: Did you feel for them? Did you feel they were in danger? I, like I, I dug that scene when those guys showed up. I'm like, all right, this is what I'm talking about. This is some good uh, drama going on.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I d- I don't know again, I just I thought that whole scene it was interesting when they showed up, but just the acting to me felt a little primitive to me, like I couldn't believe it that it was happening or or that yeah. nobody was ready willing to like try to roll over and knock one of them down. You know what I mean like it just took so long to get to that point
0: uh, yeah that, it also had like a Batman conclusion where it's like I'll distract them for two seconds, and then all of a sudden like tables are turned, like no one's reacting. Because it wasn't right. like uh, old guy got the gun, and none of the other guys were like thought to like shoot him. They just gave him time to get up, shoot his gun. While Missy got the knife to stab the other. I was like, "Well, you got over these guys pretty quickly." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I think what it was, Norma, is you've got two The Walking Dead caliber people, and that's uh, Salazar and Victor Strand. The rest are just e- even. Travis was like, "Dude, I don't even know how to, I don't know how to fix the boat. I I, I don't know." What what's my favorite season of The Walking Dead?
4: Two uh, season two. two
2: season two. Why it wasn't for the zombies? It, it was you like the, to watch Dale fix things. Hold up, How is season two your favorite
0: episode when it takes place on one location? You just said no, that, you th- that, love that was fear good story because it takes place on multiple. Oh, okay,
2: but I mean, you know, they done the road stuff. That you know, they they had the, the sewer scene. I mean, it it, it was storytelling. Like for me. I'm the type of guy, right? I'm speaking of Freeman. I'm a Bridges and Madison County guy. You could <laughs> offer me to go to see Avengers or a TLC movie or Lifetime. And, and I, I don't know. And, you know, and, and you know, season two was more of like the Lifetime type, The Walking Dead, more than like the Avengers superhero type, which is, is what we've mm. gotten in between. But, yes. but you guys can't deny that we haven't complained about just the dead weight of some of the episodes of The Walking Dead, so I've been yep. pretty happy with 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 the movement of fear. It's not yep. perfect, but
0: you got to pick a lane though, because you say you say you like the story aspect, but then you like fear because there's twenty different things going on. I'd argue that fear is more plot driven than character driven. Fear is more. A goes to B, goes to C, guys coming up with guns. D goes to E. We don't really get to know the characters. Whereas Fear the Walking Walking Dead is more, we have whole episodes devoted to character and story and stuff.
4: I agree with that. Because I'm okay with any of those characters dying on Fear the Walking Dead. I don't have, (laughs) it's true, I don't have a personal attachment to any of them. You know, and I think whoever big we lose in The Walking Dead, to me, it's going to be serious. You know, I always say, okay, Norman can go... And it's not him, it's just that I'm kind of done with, with Daryl. But yeah. I'll tell you what, if Carol, Daryl, Rick, Michonne, <clears throat> whoever's taken out next will still be really hard for me to deal with. Wow. And it will be weeks for me to get over. Here they can, mm-hmm. you know, I like Nick. So Nick would probably be the only one I have any kind of personal attachment to. But everybody else is pretty bland in this. I have no, their characters don't call out to me. I can't relate to any of them. None. Not even to right. this. To the wife that's a counselor and a mother, you know, and works with kids. Those are three things that I have in common with her. Four things I have in common right. with her. But yet I cannot identify with her. For whatever reason, I cannot identify with her.
0: Or the husband who seems to now just be like a guy who can fix anything when the situation needs it.
4: <laughs> right.
2: That's what he was, though. He, he was like a fix-it guy. You can hotwire a boat now? Dude, I'm telling you, man. Fix-it people like maintenance people. (laughs) Just do those things, man. I mean, they just know how things work. We're going to have
0: to agree to disagree
2: on
5: this one, I think.
2: (laughs) Man, I really thought you guys would like this episode.
5: I didn't didn't dislike dislike it. it. I thought it was... I I mean, it's like, again, it's just the show. I don't dislike the show. I just don't have any Mm -hmm. emotional attachment in any way to it. I will continue to watch it. You know, but I don't have any feeling towards it at so, all.
2: So if next week is just a week at sea on the boat uh, with card games, that then that'll be better. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> I think no, what it it's to be right, right now. Well, you know, we already Sorry, did a, an episode ratings. of the show where they sat
5: around playing Monopoly for a whole episode. So if you remember that in season yeah, one? Yeah, that's when,
2: when they were the quarantined. But I, I enjoyed it. I really liked it.
4: I'm I'm curious to see as to what they're going to do next. You know what's in Mexico that they really want so bad, you know, or what they think they can achieve there. You know, I want to see more character build up. I don't want
2: to see the scenario. Yeah.
4: Give me a good way to really identify with these characters.
2: They showed where they were going last night when they were sitting and don't down let the them pool. do when stupid Thomas, things. When Thomas Abigail's mom was in the picture, that's the house that they're going to.
0: But why do we care about that, Sean? Why do the characters care about that? No one cares about that. No one knows Thomas Abigail. That's that's not their goal. Like what's their goal for these people other than being on a ship and occasionally stopping at lighthouses? Like well, what's what's the overall plot?
2: Well that that had steel rail fence around the house. And remember he says it's been stockpiled with food and stuff.
0: It's like a shelter. So why doesn't why didn't Strand just tell these people like, hey, I've got a really good place? <laughs> Like, stop mistrusting me. I've got a really cool place.
4: Right? I don't know. I don't know, He's because maybe secret. they were just a, pl- a ploy to get him to do whatever they needed him to do, and then he was ready to discard these people. So was that
0: Thomas yeah. Abigail? Like, is that a, was he a crook? Is that what I'm getting? Or, like, what was um, Strand doing in
2: L.A.? Getting some wainer. Yeah. You know?
4: <laughs> no, some... I don't think that was, it. I think he was a con artist. You know, yeah. and he ended up meeting uh, this, you know, Abigail, and he ended up liking him. And they, you know, you. I think at that moment is when I realized as they're chit-chatting in the little bar that <clears throat> there might be a little more to this. And even the conversation they had as, um, was it Thomas said his name? He was passing out because he was so drunk. You always seem like a little tender moment between them both. And, and you know, um, Strand was like, well, I could just take your credit cards. And, you know, Thomas was like, well, if. I probably won't even remember tomorrow. Like, almost giving him the go ahead of doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. And it
4: seemed like Victor wasn't planning to do it, but then he's like, Yeah, you know, this is kind of what I do. Let me do it anyways. <laughs> this is me. This is I me. me. What <laughs> can I say? And he kind of gave me permission <laughs> to do it anyways.
2: It's so technically you're to blame. You know that.
4: Right. It's all your fault. <laughs> you told me to just take it. So,
2: Ted, what were some likable things that you liked about the episode?
5: <clears throat> I like the um, I like the entire intro with Nick on the beach. I thought it was very creepy, kind of like a metal metal gear solid type of feel to it going through the tents. Um I like that part. I liked uh, uh I like the girl getting out of bed and looking like she was fully made up, which you was on the bed because I laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> and she was good to look at the rest of the episode. Um, <laughs> there you go. I liked it when uh <clears throat> the asshole got stabbed through the back and it went through his stomach because he had it coming.
4: Yeah, that was a good, good moment.
5: Um, jeez, I I liked it when uh, Victor Strand and his lover uh, Abigail held hands. Do you that was think, a tender moment,
2: Ted? Do you think that that we will get a baby cannibal eating its way out of the stomach? I hope Ugh. they do that because they've
5: never done that on the show, and I think that would be an amazing scene.
4: Yeah, and it would be definitely. A twist, you know what I mean?
5: Like mm-hmm. blood I don't coming out of her mouth and everywhere, and she's just freaking out. And you see, it getting pushed through her stomach, and suddenly, like a little demon, it's alive, baby! It's like it's la, la, la,
4: aliens, la. kind of moment. It's like an yeah. alien
5: chest burst, yeah. yeah.
4: Takes off running.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Hell on my baby! Hell on my darling! Hell on my right Space Spaceballs. So, yeah. I, I definitely think they should do that. That'd be that'd be amazing. You know, I am so, i know.
4: So, so
2: do you think that Victor Strand will be different, being that they rescued him?
4: No, I think uh, he's going to be his cocky sob kind of self, but he, he might be a little more willing to bend a little bit more if he's got his lover by his side.
2: Yeah, because you, you're <laughs> He'd be able to bend
4: a little, bend more. a little more. That's
2: <laughs> why he was getting <laughs> no pun intended because he was what well, I guess on the verge of getting hypothermia, and then you know, you know, they could have left
5: him dead, but they wouldn't got him. But right. they also needed him because he had the keys, right? True.
4: And Travis can't hotwire these things. I thought it was pretty interesting how um, his Mexican friend was like, because Nick's like, come on, let's go. And he's like, no, he came out. He told me he saved point. Yeah. Now we got to go save him. So right. I thought that was a very interesting little, little so, tidbit there.
2: So Joseph Pitt in chat likes Fear the Walking Dead. He says, okay, I do have a criticism of Fear the Walking Dead from last night. Alicia wanting to go with the guy seemed super weird. I thought that was an act, though, wasn't it? Yes,
4: I felt like an act because then she's like, "Yeah, I'll go with you," and then you'll take my family too, right? Because my family is really good. Talk to your guy, you know. And yeah, you I know, just, she was trying to convince him to get on. I thought the manipulation was was it's a it was a weak way to write her manipulation. I think I would have done it a little bit more differently. But
2: he also okay. fell for it super easy. Yeah. Yes. So, so the whole Connor in that whole situation, I yeah, you know, I think Jack is going to is Jack. Already a super nice guy. Maybe this c- held captive. You know, maybe he was, his ship was captured or he was taken by storm by these people. Yeah, you know, because he says we all, you know, it was almost like a Negan uh, speaking. He's like, you know, we, we all have a purpose <clears throat> mm-hmm. when, when right. it comes to Connor. But he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, I don't want to hurt anybody. I'm not here to hurt anybody. And that's when he loosened up, you know, the, the hand restraints that she had.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be, it could be, you know, there's always that weak link, you're going to have a big, huge group of mob people or whatever, I guess, but you always have that one weak link that just, there's just so much that they can only take, or or maybe they're not as hard as they seem, and they're a little softy. You know, we Think need that in a cast Yeah. So, you know, we never know, I mean, he never disclosed to her how many people they killed along the way, but it might not be even his hand, you know, it might be somebody else doing it, and he's just indirectly involved. I don't know. I mean, he could be likable. It could be. It would be nice to, you know, for the writers to kind of give her like a little eye candy. I don't know, something like that, or <laughs> eye or candy. Are you saying this guy's hot, Norma? <laughs> no, he's not.
2: <laughs> he oh.
5: looks now, too much like the other two dudes in the show. Every the three like main dudes in the show are like Latino guys with long hair that's all messed up, hanging over their face. <laughs> Am I wrong?
2: <laughs> the Fabio look.
5: and Chris, yeah.
2: Like some skaters?
5: A Jack, Chris, and... Or fake Jack, whatever his name is, Chris, and Nick. I mean, it's it's got, you can hardly tell them apart.
2: Fake Jack, I like that. <laughs> As opposed so, to the real one. So, what would make this show better, Matt? And I, and I know you don't hate it. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I, totally, I totally understand. But what would, what would make it better, you think? To, to, to suck in more The Walking <sighs> Dead fans. I think
0: I think you just like I think of what we've all said I think you just need to define the characters more give them separate them more cuz right now I could close my eyes and the words coming out of their mouths between the father and mother I just they're they're two they're the exact same person I think you need to give them a more clear direction other than let's just sail to Mexico and hope it works maybe maybe this Connor guy will add that maybe there's a big bad now in him maybe that'll add a little tension and I just think I disagree. I think there is a lot of filler. A lot of these like life zombie lessons which we've seen in other shows. Let's let's not do the thing where oh is someone bit what do we do with them? We love them. Like I guarantee you that's going to be an episode down the road. Let's let's see just something different. What it's doing right, mm-hmm. it's it's building those scenes of creepiness. I think that's fantastic the way it builds the camp scenes, it builds the um it, it gets the water like when he was uh, submerged on the, the plane that was a cool little tense scene so build those more into it but just remember that these are characters too not just like bodies to put in scenes which is what it seems like right yeah. now
2: you know wh- yeah, I, the one reason too I meant to say why I think the beginning was kind of on the scale that I said was, was that and the way that it was planned of Nick going to shore was remember he took his clothes off and you know anybody that's swam in clothes before knows that it causes drag and it's hard to swim with pants on so you remember he come ashore, he was naked, holding his clothes. Okay. Well, why would he do that for Strand, we, though? It's still my point.
4: Well, you know, <laughs> like, it's funny because I thought it was interesting at first. I'm like, why is he naked? Why does he not have his clothes on? him? Like, and then, you know, the better half is like, so they stay dry. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. And then 10 minutes later, he's ripping into a dead zombie to put the guts all over him. I'm like, well, there was no point in him keeping his shirt dry now. And, and
2: also on the flashbacks, whenever we saw the flashbacks, it was whenever it was a life situation with Strand. Almost like he was thinking of the sweetness part of his life, of, of where he was trying to go. Why it's a secret, yeah, I think it's a flaw. I, I don't understand why it's a secret. I'm sure they'll tell. Why it was top secret of where they're going. You know, why couldn't he just think be it's open a secret. about it? Yes, but but I think it's going to pay off. <laughs> okay. like, wouldn't that make
0: sense if he's just like, yeah, I've got a really rich boyfriend with a house. And that's where I'm trying to go. Wouldn't everyone be like, "Yeah, all right, I'm in. Let's let's do this. I'm right there with you. Let's. Uh, we're not going to give you any more, any more grief about." But then this. I'll have
5: to reveal to these people that I am a homosexual, <laughs> <laughs> and I am not ready to reveal that to
2: anyone. <laughs> Cock at a walk, baby.
0: Look, I mean, we talk and we get a we we take different sides but i think we all we're all watching this show we all want it to be better i don't want a show to fail no I mean, right these are, these are people i want to i want something with the name walking dead to be good i just think it it it's got to find its footing with the characters it's got to have more of a clear purpose other than being walking dead on the water it's got to give me someone oh, to yeah. root for someone to talk about every oh, week
1: <laughs>
4: Like yeah, the fact we're nine
0: thing. episodes in and we still have trouble naming the characters, like that's pretty good indication that <laughs> these aren't yeah, memorable. <laughs> it's
4: it's hard. I don't know. I yeah. I find myself using my phone, like playing a game in between.
2: Well, there's, Ophelia.
4: Ophelia there's a Filia.
2: Salazar. There is. Do you do you think that? Uh, do you think that they'll hook up?
4: whenever like you w-
2: no no. <laughs> no this is not canada man um I remember they were having yeah. the talk about about all the girls in the world and it's like you know is that what oh you yeah I, th-
5: I think that he's gonna bang that uh that uh sort of older woman he's like what's 18 and she's like
4: yeah you think oh you think chris
5: yeah chris is gonna bang uh I'm that Julia. salazar's daughter
4: yeah, I don't know. Bro. That was a little weird moment to me too. I thought that was a little strange. And oh, were you seeing anybody? Well, yeah, I was watching a. I, I was seeing a girl for a couple of years back at home. I just I don't know. That conversation was a little creepy to me. Hmm. Adult creepy. I don't know. Adult like, that adult <laughs> should not be having that conversation with that that young high school kid. You know what I mean? I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'm just weird. normal like
5: the old world. The old world and laws are over. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. Now it's just about survival.
2: <laughs> so there's fifteen episodes, there's seven before the break, and then there's eight to, on the second half. Okay. You were right about that. I apologize. He says it was confirmed uh the premiere from April tenth, twenty sixteen, and the remaining eight were later in the year. I guess they haven't said I haven't set a date yet. I for one cannot wait for <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> in fact, I hope they cancel the whole "Who Did Negan Kill?" episode of the other Walking Dead to uh, just keep
2: let keep this one running. All right, there's monster. They have B. Some uh,
5: uh...
0: B. Mollion says I don't want a show to fail either, but you have to make it smart instead of just window no dressing. I think that's says As, uh, Jack.
5: That I, I, well, I've news yeah. Jack, pa- Jack Packard from RLM will be here in about ten minutes. A boot. A boot. Ten minutes. In a boot. <laughs> All right, Sean. You need and be sure to ask him immediately what is what what he thinks a zombie is.
2: Yes, hold on. Episode is four up yet? What was floor four? I mean, what, what was the name of this episode? Was it uh, I, uh, uh, Our mm-hmm. Rose? Our bro, Rose.
0: Ar- Arboros, the snake thing? Ar Arroboros? I can't. Arroboros. Brobros? Was it Brobros? Was thing? it a
5: Bobo from Double Dragon? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alex tabs Tom. What am I looking at? Is it at? Bobo? Fear of the Walking Dead, season two. I'm looking at the synopsis. Season two, Fear of the Walking Dead. First episode was Monster. Second episode was Uh, Where's it at? Blood in the Streets. Oh, this was Blood in the Streets. It hasn't been put up yet. Okay. Kim Dickens. Blood in the Streets is the fourth episode. Uh, They don't tell nothing. Uh, Plot synopsis. Nick swims ashore in the middle of the night, having escaped the the detection of a helicopter. That's what Boom! That's why he swam ashore.
4: Because he detects a
2: helicopter. He was trying to not be detected by the helicopter. That's why he didn't take a boat. So let me read this. That doesn't make any sense still, though. Well, they were at the border. Remember the helicopter? Remember that they had helicopters everywhere.
0: So why isn't everyone swimming to avoid detection of a helicopter, then?
2: Well, the border's closed.
0: But why isn't Nick swimming to, like, did, he, did everyone see a helicopter? Nick's like, I'm out of here, guys.
2: Like, Matt- what? See you, later, <laughs> <laughs> See
5: you later, fuckers.
2: See you later, fuckers. I'm out of here. All right, it, Matt makes more sense when he reads. Matt, will you read this? I'm sending it to you in our super super secret Facebook chat. Super secret chat. All right, I'll, I'll make sure to do this. Uh, I, 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 maybe maybe it'll help. All right, there you go. I send All it right. to you. Bring it up. Okay. Go to the synopsis. All All right, I, I love you. to hear you read, Matt.
0: In this super stupid episode of Fear the Walking Dead, <laughs> Nick makes a stupid decision to swim in the middle of the goddamn night in the freezing-ass cold because, hey, a goddamn helicopter was above him. whoop doo a helicopter. Just like everyone else is sitting on the boat going, I don't care, but not Nick, he decides to go on the beach. He arrives... Okay, this is... I'll, I'll actually read it now. He arrives at a recently abandoned refugee camp on the beach. After attracting the attention of an infected, he lures it into one of the tents and kills it. ...smearing himself in blood from the infected's belly for no goddamn reason. Back on the (laughs) Abigail, Travis condemns Strand for cutting Alex's raft loose. Chris and Ophelia stand watch on deck. A raft with two men and a bleeding pregnant woman approach the Abigail. Chris wonders if he should kill them, but hesitates, idiot. The passengers of the raft board the boat without being invited, claiming that the woman is having pregnancy complications. Travis, Daniel, and Madison, who you probably didn't remember their names up until this very moment... Rush upstairs and interrogate the strangers. Strand attempts to get his MP3, no MP5, only to find the magazine. Anyways, it's been it's, removed. it goes on. It goes a long time. It's
5: stupid idiot Salazar, whoever removed the thing. <laughs>
2: Jack and Reed tie everyone up. Reed is the one oh, yeah, that got Ray. stabbed. Strand Ray. flees on a raft. Reed shoots the raft. And the flashback. All right, here's the flashback. Strand meets Thomas Abigail at a bar in Baton Rouge soon after Hurricane Katrina. Thomas tells Strand that he's in town to buy property. Strand explains that every everything he owns is underwater. Talking about his bankruptcy, so let's go on. Man, this makes this is good. <laughs> God damn it, Sean.
4: You know, never, but <laughs> that part, Sean, I have to so say, good. it is good. But we had to have to read to us like little school kids for us to realize what was going on. That's <laughs> a little depressing. I'm sorry. It is. I really love your show, but this one this episode just kinda I of killed Nathan. Okay,
2: one. Jack okay, Jack radios Connor, who reports that he's on his way. Jack tells Alicia that he owes Connor for saving his life but insists he doesn't enjoy what he does. He invites Alicia to join their group. Alicia refuses to abandon her family. Jack promises to ensure her family's safety, even if Connor can't accept them all into his camp. She hugs him. And that, that was whenever he took the stuff off. Uh, Nick knocks on the front door of his home. Lewis sneaks up. Uh, oh, that's what it was. And remember, Nick was knocking on the door, so he went to a specific address. Mm-hmm. Lewis sneaks up from behind him uh, with the gun. So, Don't, you know, shoot it, Don't shoot me. Don't
4: shoot me. Strand me. So they,
2: that's what I was saying. They knew exactly where they were. Nick was going ashore. He went to a specific address, knocked on the door because they had the thing written on the garage door, the coordinates from the military. And that's when he You're snuck right. up from behind him.
0: It makes complete logical sense to dive from a boat in the middle of an ocean to maybe <laughs> find a Mexican and an address to a place he's never been before. <laughs> that My sounds exactly Mexican what Nick like would that. do. <laughs> Come on, man. Admit it was stupid. Please. Meet me halfway. All right. It was so a in the stretch that Dick went swimming in the middle of the night and had just an address on his, on his shirt. He
2: was avoiding the helicopters on the Mexican border. Then it says, in a flashback, Strand and so Tom Apple. That what's going on? Abigail <laughs> sunbathe at the Baja house. Tom urges Strand to, to put off his work trip to L.A., but Strand says it's too important uh, to their business. So, so, you know, logically, I think what it is, is is that they've got some kind of deal going on, and, and they don't realize that the world's collapsed, just like the guy didn't want to get stuff in his they car. Because they
0: mentioned that everyone's rioting. They said everyone's right. rioting everywhere. They know the world's falling apart. He was having a conversation with uh, Abigail. and He says, everyone's riding. You heard the news. Right? Right. I just don't cry. I mean,
4: they know stuff is going down. I don't know. It's
0: Mimi <sighs> halfway, Sean. It was a bit stupid that Nick <laughs> took it upon himself to jump off a boat to perform this crazy suicidal mission for Strand. What was Strand's plan before Nick? Was he going to do it? Like, why didn't he just... Go like, hey, this is my destination, let's pull up.
2: Pull out what?
4: <laughs> what? Well, what? I don't know. Maybe he thought that it was a younger kid. Look, he probably thought, look, this kid is a drug addict. He um his brain He's is probably fried. I can manipulate him. Yeah. Or make him into one of my minions and, you know, work together.
2: This is fiction, guys.
4: This is fiction. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
2: not, it's real.
4: <laughs> so it's so, all makes real
2: it's to some degree shouldn't it so let me ask you something so so if lewis would have just rode a boat out to the ship then that would have been good and he got shot by the helicopters who lewis yeah Lew- well, Lew- no, but, but what lewis was Strand's sniper what was strand's
0: whole game plan then from the beginning then was he always just gonna find someone to jump off a ship in the middle of the night? to storm the beach and look for his friend no, like I, that doesn't make no sense.
2: I, no. i mean logically speaking they got to the border there were helicopters there defending the border i mean you got to do what you got to do right Shit anyway. happens
0: yeah like this episode <laughs> <laughs> anyway let's let's agree to disagree i thought it was i thought it was a crazy weird move for a character to do you think it's completely logical <laughs>
2: Uh, Nick and Lewis cruise towards Abigail. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) Nick looks through the binoculars, spotted two armed pirates. Lewis shoots the pirates, Ben and and Brianna, with a rifle. Madison stabs Reed uh, with a crowbar. On board, Madison tells Nick and Lewis what happened to Strand. Lewis refuses to cross the border without Strand. In a flashback, Thomas tries to discuss Strand. Or, uh dissuade Strand from going to LA, given uh, reports of an outbreak. Strand promises to return in two days. They kiss. So that's what it is. He's trying to return to his lover. It's a love okay, story, but what, guys. But, but if that was the thing from the beginning, why didn't you just tell him that? And it ends. Madison pulls up to Strand in the Zodiac and hoists him aboard.
4: <laughs> hoists him aboard. In a
2: synopsis. Uh,
4: <laughs> i like that i don't I, know i, 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 I gotta, gotta say, say us, it
2: honestly blows mystery. my mind that you guys just don't click with it like like it's just <laughs> a good part of the story they stopped to pick up lewis there was guards there There were helicopters so he swam. no over. shot of, he I got know, her the, the, logic, logic. Came, the character motivations somebody. are They're off. trying to make it to the baja house and have a party margaritas <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, if you like cleaning up
2: I think I think we're
0: being. I think I'm. I won't speak for them. I think I'm being a bit oh, hard, I but I think you're also being a bit blinded by fear. I,
5: I mean, I, I think you're not willing to admit guys, that, guys. There's, guys, there's a lot guys, of things. I hate you know, to break is, up this this love fest, but uh, right. our guest our, our guest is ready to go. If you would like that, all, right. all right. Sean, can you add him in or?
2: Uh, yes, I can. So let's ask him what he thinks of fear. The wolf.
4: <laughs> yes. If you just started Fear of the Walking Dead, don't judge him on this episode. And don't judge him on season one either. <laughs> judge him on on, one, sorry, episode one, two, and three of season two. Those were better. And maybe the last episode of season one.
0: <laughs> Norma the Peacekeeper.
4: <laughs> yes,
2: yes. Uh, uh, all right, guys. We, we, we have a guest that, that I'm going to introduce right quick. And it's from the awesome Red Letter Media. Mr. Jack Packard. Dude. Welcome to ZombieCast, man. How are you? Hello.
3: Thank you for having
2: me. I'm great.
5: Ah, Jack yeah. Packard. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm the one you've been talking to, Jack. And uh, I am a huge fan of Red Letter Media. Everybody that listens to this show knows, and I think my co-hosts are sick of it, about one time a week <laughs> we do this show, I will I will reference uh, a quote from Red Letter Media. When we're talking about a movie, I'll, I'll say, well, Red Letter Media said this, because to me, what you guys say about film is scripture. <laughs> it's, It's... <laughs> It's absolutely like I think you guys have the best movie movie reviews on the internet, and I was I'm, big, I'm a big fan of your show previously recorded you do with the the lovely and talented Rich Evans. Thank you. And thank you. you about two weeks ago just had a passing comment like, I, anybody asked me to be on their show, I'll be on their show. Just ask me to be on their show, and I was like, I'm gonna ask them to be on my show. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I, I mean, and people like people absolute. have tended before. Say go ahead. I'm sorry. Say it again.
3: I said, people have pretended. They they just say they're recording a podcast. I'll still talk to them. It doesn't matter.
5: Well, <laughs> oh. this show is a Easy real show. Guys. We are the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. That George Romero is a part of their board. Um, so this is a little. This is actually a real a real thing you're on right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, we broadcast on the G4 TV Radio Network, creator, uh, All Games Radio Network, dude. It's an honor having you, man. They, well,
3: thank you. So, uh, what do what do we talk about? <laughs> Dude, what,
2: what, what ca- All right, what, what we are, Jack, to kind of tell you about us is, is, you know, you've got a lot of horror podcasts out there, but we bring comedy to a horror show. You know, so we, we, we do a lot of comedy bits. You know, one of our hosts is from Canada, which we feel sorry for. Matt, say your name. Hi. Uh, yeah, so, so we always have like a, a Canadian survival segment, you know, of bumbles and snow and stuff like that. But then we talk about, like, The Walking Dead Fear. Uh, Next week, we got the awesome George Romero on. You know, we we have, you know, tons of people in the industry, but we we try to bring comedy to a horror show and have a lot of fun with it, you know, kind of the way that you guys do with uh, your reviews and stuff. But, uh, you know, we, I don't know, man, we reach like 200 countries, man, and and, and we we broadcast globally every week, man, uh, every Monday nights at 8 o'clock p.m., uh, you know, in people's cars, and you know, I mean, so 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 we're good, man. So it, it, it's good to have you on.
3: Well, hey, thank you, thank you. I, I enjoy zombies. I enjoy bad movies. I enjoy bad zombie movies. It's great. Have you that's ever seen what
5: Jack- oh, Well, I wanted to say what Jack does, just for people that don't know. And if you don't know what, what Red Letter Media is, you really need to go find Red Letter Media. You guys do. Uh, there's a half in the bag show mainly by uh, Jack and Mi- or Jay and Mike, and that's just kind of a regular. You know, normal movie review show, but it has a it has a narrative of them fixing an old man's VCR that's gone on for like five years now. I think <laughs> uh, there's that show, and then there's Best of the Worst, which you're on, where you watch three terrible, terrible VHS movies and you decide what was the best one, and the worst one gets destroyed. Absolutely. And then there's my favorite, Wheel of the Worst, where they put a horrible movies on a wheel and spin the wheel and have to watch whatever movie <laughs> it lands on, and then. Uh, Jack here and Rich Evans, uh, a.k.a. Space Cop, if you're familiar. I wanted to ask you, what is it like to know Space Cop?
3: It's it's intense, uh, and <laughs> I constantly have to clean hot dogs out of the refrigerator. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but Jack and Rich do a show called Previously Recorded, which, again, I, I I never see it live, but I watch you guys. You know, you guys are really banging out the content. Like, every day there's a new, you know, upload to YouTube, and I watch it. And I you play games, and I love it because it's um, – you don't even have to watch the game. Just the conversations you guys have are so good. You can just <laughs> listen to it and not even watch it, and it's, it's very entertaining. And I've been watching uh, Police Quest, of course, uh, with the, the ongoing adventures of Sunny Bonds.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
5: and Matt knows Police Quest, and I, I, I highly recommend check out everything these guys do. It's, it's, uh, it's gold is, through and through.
0: Is Police Quest the game where you had to like figure out how to draw a pentagram on a map eventually and solve the mystery? Is that the Police Quest you're playing? Because I remember just playing it as a kid, and I couldn't get past it.
3: We're, we're playing the old Sierra text adventure, and so it's like a graphical oh. text adventure where you can move your character around, but any, any action that you play in the game, you have to type in. And so, you know, you start in every area, you just say, look around, and then a That's big the text block comes. It's it's a glorious series of games.
5: <laughs> That's the one. Yep, absolutely. But That's Jack, like King's but Quest. Yeah. They, they enhance your enjoyment of it by... They, Apply a funny voice to every character and they ad lib a lot of lines, and it takes what would normally be a very boring viewing experience and makes it extraordinarily (laughs) funny.
3: We do our darndest to entertain.
5: You do a fantastic job. Uh, We do have a question, Sean. Uh, There's a question that every guest gets asked, and I'm uh, going to
2: leave it to you. Yeah. all All right, Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the first time people come on our show, man And, and even, you know, R- Romero to the Walking Dead people or whatever we, we always go through this question It's kind of our signature thing But it's the definition of a zombie And, you know, it could be anything from Scooby-Doo To George Romero, The Walking Dead You know, Indiana Jones You know, zombies are of all genres, man But when it comes to you, Jack What is the definition of a zombie to you? You know, what do what you like in a zombie? Fast, slow, wh- wh- what is a zombie to you?
3: I've always been partial to slow zombies. You, you know, I, I, as a as kind of a, a film nerd, the the real tension in any zombie movie is has very little to do with the zombies. It's it's all about the the human tension and the impending doom from the slow moving death that's around us. So, <laughs> so for for me, it's a slow zombie, and for me, a a, a bite. Infects you and uh, and a blow to the head kills it. Right, you know the classic, the classic.
2: Well, I'm the same way, Jack. You know. So would you say like, I'm sorry, good No, I was going to say you know, where you fear the nick of the tooth, right? The slow Absolutely, zombie, you know, It's yeah. just that nick of the tooth, man. We're like, oh, oh, you got it.
3: <laughs> any any saliva, right? That's that's usually what people say. But like, you know, if they claw at you, it's not a big deal. If they if they. Uh, even You know what, even if it's a tooth, but the tooth is coming out of the back of their head, I don't know if that
5: counts. It,
3: what if you make out beautiful. with
4: it? Does that count?
5: I think Ooh, if you make sexy. out with <laughs> it... Normally, um... has <laughs> been thinking of making out with a zombie. Yes,
4: all the time. <laughs> it's my dream. It's my futuristic goal.
5: I, I mean, is
3: there a dental dam involved, or we're talking straight <laughs> tongue on tongue? No,
4: just straight tongue. That's it.
3: You know, I still think that's okay. Maybe if it goes through your digestive system, the enzymes can break it down. So you're
4: saying to spit, not swallow.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: saying say both. I it, think saying right. <laughs> <gonna even> swallow.
4: <laughs> I'm saying swallow. Actually,
3: I'm, I'm saying swallowing is the, oh, is oh, the right okay, key. Okay,
5: okay, it,
3: it, it's, it's saliva to blood. It's that mixture that that solidifies gotcha. the passing.
2: If you can't tell Jack We talk more about morning moist Instead of morning wood Because we got nor- horny Norma on the show <laughs> It's always making out with her She wants to make out And hold hands with zombies I, I don't know what it is with Norma Jack
4: you know you just never know what you're going to get. It's just like a box of chocolates, right?
5: <laughs> Jack, do you consider uh, 28 days later rage zombies that have a virus and you can just shoot them in the chest and kill them or those zombies.
3: Oh my lord. Uh, we're we're going to get we're going to get to subsets of zombies. It's
5: <laughs> Now remember Jack, remember Jack, you are a you are an internet celebrity film expert. So what you say Absolutely. is scripture.
3: Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have a, I have actually a dark secret. I have never seen Twenty Eight Days Later. Okay, good, oh, good. I'm twenty eight hours it. later. I'm not, I'm not a fan of fast zombies, so I, it never interested me.
2: Uh, <sighs> I, I'm very. Matt I've heard. I'm with you, Jack. Great things, Jack. Have you ever seen Redneck Zombies? It, it's a. Some people say it's really bad, but man, I love it. <laughs>
3: We just got done watching – it it got uh, a different release title. We just got done watching the movie Zombie Holocaust, which we saw under the name Dr. Butcher M.D., which was – Right,
5: right. That was just
3: on
1: worst
3: Yeah, that was just on Wheel of the Worst, and and it's a 70s Italian filmmaker's take on a zombie movie. Hmm. Uh, Surprisingly good fake heads, but but the rest of the movie is – complete garbage
5: (laughs) tell us how you feel well i wanted to say jack what i find funny is um in in your i i think my favorite show you guys do is you know like is the best the worst and the wheel the worst and i'm a person that when i watch it because i grew up you and i are maybe around the same age maybe i spent a lot of my younger years in the 80s so we spent a lot of time at video stores i've seen and i find that i've seen these bizarre movies you guys watch that you kind of of your ass, I'm surprised by how many of them I'm familiar with and have actually seen. And I remember like go ahead.
3: Oh, I was just gonna say that's always the the funnest game is deciphering how much they're lying to you on the cover of the VHS box.
5: Right, 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 right. Like Death Stalker, which is just a big rapey movie and that demon (laughs) on the front not even in it, I don't think. Exactly. Yeah. So you guys watched, um, like, you watched Deadly Prey, which is one of your favorite episodes my, my favorite episodes, and that's a movie. When I was a kid, that was one of my favorite movies. I watch it all the time, and I've gotten people to watch it again recently. But the one that surprised me the most when you guys started watching it, I was it was on the wheel of the worst, and I was actually going, please let it land on this one, please, 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 and it did not land on it. So you guys rigged the wheel. So it would land on it. (laughs) And I was like, I, I, I was so happy. It was exploding varmints. Oh God! <laughs> I had I have seen it. Explo- I'd seen it before that, and when I saw it, I was like, "That it has got to land on that!" And I was so happy when you guys were. Reading. That's funny. Tell everybody about explode environments.
3: So you know, we uh, most of the movies we watch are actual movies, you know, p- fully produced, at least eighty, ninety minute movies. But people send us tapes all the time, and a lot of tapes are. Like old "How to Conduct Yourself in the Workplace" videos, or you know, we saw a video on hunting morel mushrooms. Yes, <laughs> just videos that we have no category for, and we can't really watch as a movie. So that's why we be cool
5: at a party with uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Exactly, how to be cool <laughs> yes. at a party,
3: and and so we have the wheel of the worst for these types of tapes. And one of them was called "Exploding Varmints," and the cover promised. Uh, to teach us how to talk to farmers and how to exterminate varmints on your property. Uh, but instead of that, instead of like an informational video about like varmint removal, it was a constant montage of someone shooting varmints
5: and then exploding in slow motion.
3: It was the most horrifying thing you could ever watch because then the camera like slowly zooms out and you see the shooter and he's got this, Giant smile on his face.
4: Oh my gosh! <laughs>
3: and, and you can you can see his erection off camera, <laughs> just killing these tiny tiny critters. I, I I was about to cuss. Am I allowed to cuss on here? Oh fuck yeah, fuck uh, yeah. Okay, Oh great. Oh good. And and so I was going to say he had a shit eating grin on his face every, oh, with done. every varmint expo- explosion, and it just sickened us more than anything
5: else. Yeah. That's why I wanted you guys to see it cuz I, you know, I'm, I'm so familiar with Red Letter Media and I've seen all your videos for since the beginning. You know, I think most people discovered when the the Plinket review came out of Star Wars uh Phantom Menace yeah. and that's when I discovered it and I've been a fan of her since. So I knew when I saw that tape I was like I know exactly what their reaction's going to be <laughs> and I I want to see it and it was exactly what I thought it would be. <laughs> so another great one you watch then we'll move on is that i struck me with there was one you watched there was like a creepy sorrow clown who teaches you to get over the death of your relatives which he dresses like a creepy Jesus. demon yeah, clown you know, these are
3: real things uh eloise cole <laughs> yeah. the grief clown
5: the grief clown thank you <laughs> And that's, that's morbid, man. It's, okay,
3: yeah. it's worse than morbid. She, the, <laughs> the whole idea was she was trying to teach you how to use like your clowning skills to <laughs> to help friends and loved one, loved She's ones insane. get over a, a loss in the family, the, and and she was talking very seriously about like depression and overcoming a loss, all while wearing cr- clown makeup.
0: So is yeah. it like Margaret? I'm I'm so sorry for the loss of your son, but why don't you pull my finger? I'll make it all better. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> Honk my nose. It'll, it'll exactly. Long, <laughs> it, it, it,
3: horrifying.
0: I, can I just ask a quick question? Because, um, there, I mean, there's a lot of podcasts um, that deal with kind of the, the, the theme of bad movies, and yours does it very creatively. Is there a line between a bad, bad movie and an amazingly entertaining bad movie? And, and what do you think defines that? Like what, do you, what defines a good bad movie?
3: Uh, that that's the eternal question. You know, a lot of it has to do with production quality. Yeah. You know, there there needs to be several technical errors. Uh, the really the you know writing st- the structure is all off. the The biggest thing that we found is ego. Okay. the The larger the ego of the filmmaker, the better bad movie it is.
0: Hmm. Okay, that's a good point. That's cool. Yeah. And so you need so to let- find
3: someone. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, no. Continue. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, quite recently, we've discovered a, a fresh, new, bad filmmaker called Neil Breen. And he makes – the he's a real estate agent in Las Vegas – and he self produces his own movies, in which he is the director, writer, and star of them.
0: that sounds amazing
3: <laughs> and he casts himself as as the the greatest fighter pilot who ever lived, who's also an amazing <laughs> hacker and, and <laughs> greatest lover in the world, and he's won all the medals, yeah. And and you can just feel his ego come through the screen and he has no technical proficiency whatsoever. And, and that's what really makes the, the greatest bad movies.
0: So like that that room movie, then would that be a good bad movie? Like the famous room
5: room yeah, not, okay, room was I'm a great speaking. movie.
0: <laughs> like, do you remember that? That was that was famous for being just like a shit show. But Absolutely, because there's so much ego involved in it,
3: and uh, that's the the classic example. I, I actually have never seen the room, even though I, I watch bad movies all the time. <laughs> um, but but yeah, he uh, apparently you know he had no idea how to make a movie. He self funded his own movie. Uh, apparently, he dual shot the entire thing on digital and film, like he had a special rig with two cameras on it because mm-hmm. he didn't understand how to take a film reel and turn it into a digital movie. So he
5: shot it twice. <laughs> oh, wow. He didn't know, did okay. know how to digitize That's film. That's fantastic.
3: Yeah, he didn't understand that you can take film and digitize it. So he also shot it with a digital camera.
5: Well, here's something interesting. I've never seen Room either. I've always meant to. And I, I live out in, uh, out in. Uh, you guys use a word, Fort Hollyweird. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to have a Room like anniversary screening in a theater with the dude who made it. What's his name? Tommy Weisso Tommy Weisso is going to be there, and i I intend to go to watch it with an audience and get the full full room experience in a couple of weeks well and that's like the
3: that's the glorious story behind the room is is he made this movie that he was so proud of, of course, he is the star of it, and everyone loves him and, and he's the greatest person in the world, but no, he couldn't get any theater to carry the movie, so he just rented out a theater because he he's some sort of weird European millionaire. <laughs> so he would rent I, I out a theater that. every single week to show the room and eventually it, it grew this cult following because it was so terrible.
0: I admire that. I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hug this guy. That's you gotta you gotta love that hubris though. Like you gotta capture people who exist like that in this world.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. And and so like you know, now for us the the biggest the the hardest part is finding that next movie that's going to be terrible because we don't really pre-screen movies we just pick a couple that we think are going to be good bad and start watching
5: mm-hmm.
3: and and you know after a while you kind of pick up on little clues if, if there's several typos on the back of the box if <laughs> the front cover is something that could never appear in a movie of this scale
5: <laughs> like like death stalker or oh, there's one like called like, eye or there's one called something that, yeah there was a I can't remember what it was. There was definitely a monster movie you guys did maybe called the the living eye or the
3: I can't remember what it was, but what is Oh, that's right. The what was that? What was that called? The I, it, it not...
5: might have just been called the eye. And and the thing on the box was not even in the movie.
3: Exactly. Exactly. It, it was uh, it was uh, a horror movie done by a famous softcore porn director. <laughs>
0: nice.
3: Um, and, but he was he was a gay softcore porn director, and so every every male in the movie was this completely ripped <laughs> model, and and he had extended sequences of them rubbing their abs, and we never quite figured out why. <laughs> oh my
5: goodness. Well, Jack, what is uh what's the if you had to say I'm going to put you on the spot, what is the weirdest? I'm not saying best or worst, just the weirdest thing you've ever watched on a wheel of or best of the worst. <laughs> I mean, you know,
3: for us, the I, I've always kind of stayed away from the wheel of the worst, just because I, I find it too irritating. These weird, you know, like varmint, exploding varmints.
5: And uh, rich built did rich build the wheel of the worst?
3: Rich did build the wheel of the worst. He's a he's a, like, he's a handyman extraordinaire.
5: So you're probably gonna want to stay away because it it's probably a death. It's probably a death trap <laughs> if you get too close, right?
3: Exactly. Uh, but but one time, Mike and Jay roped me into doing an episode, and we got to watch this wonderful video called SOS.
5: Oh, I, I know this. I know this. <laughs>
3: and you start watching it, and it's just a. It's a, like a, a Japanese music video, and it's like a, an old pop song, and it's just a music video. And we had no idea what it was because all the cover said on it was SOS and we couldn't read the back because it was in Japanese or or Chinese or, you know, one of them, one of them languages. Mm -hmm. And we start watching it and it's just a series of music videos and we start to understand that it has a heavy Christian agenda. Right. Oh, wow. Like the the first song is about uh, a, a woman's place is not in in the work field, but it's to be at home with her husband.
5: Oh, Listen wow. up, Norma.
3: But, oh, wow.
5: <laughs> but we didn't, we didn't quite
3: figure it out until you get to the second one, uh, which which is an anti-evolution song, and then the third one is about abortion, and it gets crazier and crazier until you get to the song about how barcodes are evil because they're the mark of the beast. Oh, wow. <laughs> And, and we, we found out a whole bunch of weird stuff about this video. Like they were, they were like airdropping them in rural China to help convert them to Christianity using music videos.
5: Is, uh, is this the famous video that has the single all-time greatest image ever on uh, uh, We Hate Movies where uh, – not We Hate Movies. That's another show on uh, Excuse me, Best of the Worst where it shows flying Jesus and he turns and smiles at the camera.
3: The 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 cult at the end of the music video because it's there's kind of a storyline throughout all the music videos. The cult uh, goes to a mountaintop and Mm -hmm. sees Jesus because the rapture is coming and he is on the cross. His hands are nailed to the cross and he smiles and winks to the camera.
5: Yeah, uh, because that (laughs) is actually been created as an animated like on Facebook messaging. That is an animated GIF (laughs) now. Wow, (laughs) is Jesus and I and I probably you know I think it's safe to say we can thank uh, Red Letter Media for that
1: mm
3: it's it's it was the most wonderful discovery you know the the wheel giveth and the wheel take it but just to um, be there not understanding and and all of of course all of the songs are also in Japanese or chinese, so we had no idea what they were even saying, so just trying to figure out what was going on <laughs> was a wonderful detective
5: story what in like what in general are your favorite movies if you had to say i mean I know it's hard to pin down a favorite movie but any genre you want. What is like, what is, I can tell you my favorite movie is the original Halloween by John Carpenter.
3: Sure. Uh, you know, to, to me, my, as a, as a film nerd, my big awakening was Jurassic Park.
5: Yeah.
3: You know, like I've always watched movies. I was always into movies, but when I saw Jurassic Park for the first time, I believed in the power of movies. And I want to say, I, I saw that over a dozen times in the theater and and still to this day, it's it's one of the most brilliant movies ever made.
2: You, you know, the, I, the, the whole T Rex scene, the sounds, the everything about it, man. It, you're right, man. It's still done so well. Spielberg is the man. Oh, I, I mean, you could
3: watch that now, and even the the computer generated graphics haven't aged that much yeah. because they they relied so much on real puppets, and you know, Spielberg just knew how to hide. The bad looking stuff. It's it's an incredible movie. So I I, I, I would choose that one. I well,
2: guess. well, I will tell you what, Jack. You know, speaking of uh, Jurassic Park and and all that. Uh, recently, my son had to do a Holocaust report, so we watched Schindler's List, Spielberg's film.
4: Okay, uh, yeah. and,
2: and we moved from that. You know, they recently put E. T. and HD on Netflix. So you know, I have three kids, Jack. Uh, mm-hmm. One thirteen, one nine, and one. Uh, you know, two boys. That are thirteen and nine and a girl that's seven. So we were watching E. T. right, and I was like, you know, I remember seeing this like thirteen times in the theater whenever I was a kid, and it and it always jerked my soul out, Jack. Whenever I watched it, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch my kids. The same thing's gonna happen, dude. It's gonna jerk. It's, It's just gonna rip their heart out and stomp it on the ground, and it's gonna be tears like crazy. And I'm a 41 year old man, Jack, and I gotta say, dude. I had to fucking look away, man. It still fucking got me, man. <laughs> I, I, I got the quiver lit when fucking E.T. died, man. I'm 41 years old, and it's Spielberg still – you know what? He ripped my heart out, threw it on the ground, and stomped on it.
5: And you you know it's a temp death like a Superman at the end of yeah. a Batman But, but, the,
2: but, but Spielberg <laughs> and, and the kid Elliot, the acting is so well – I mean, it, it, dude, I'm telling you, you if you haven't seen E.T. in years, go back and watch it, dude. It will fucking make you cry, man, as a man. Of course it does. And
4: That's if you true. don't cry, you, you have a heart of stone. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. Just saying.
3: You're just saying the truth. I'm just yeah. saying the
4: truth. You don't cry. Yeah, but it's on Netflix, so if it. you
2: don't have E.T., go watch mm-hmm. it in high def. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, one thing Spielberg done with that film was he didn't put fashion in it. So, you know, like Elliot wears the zip-up hoodie, you know. I mean, so nothing's really outdated. <laughs> It's In timeless, that movie. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a timeless movie, but, dude, it's a good rewatch. But, still, you know, Jurassic Park, I, I'm the same way, man. I'm on board, dude. You know, mm-hmm. they, they can. I, I love all the Jurassic Parks. People criticize the newer ones. I love them all. But the I, first I liked, one.
5: I really liked Jurassic World. I thought it was going to be terrible, but I was, when I walked out of the theater, I was like, you know what? I enjoyed it.
2: I like the third one. The one <laughs> the,
5: oh, wow.
2: To, to where the oh, dinosaur wow. swallowed the, the Nokia. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Bad, 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 bad. Where he talked to raptors with a raptor bone. That was awesome.
3: Yeah. Bad, bad, you, you know, know like, you right. <laughs> World, know. Jurassic World was fine. Like, if, if Jurassic World had come out without its predecessors, I think it would have been a fine movie. Right. But when you put it in the level of Jurassic Park, it's just kind of boring. You know, like, it didn't have that tension yeah. that Jurassic Park had. But
2: with Jurassic Park, is it the boy in a Jack? Because, you know, like, me growing up, a T Rex, a great white shark. And flying was fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? So so <laughs> I, I didn't have Shark Week. But it's almost like it brought that boyhood dream of dinosaurs. I, I, you know, I, I, chat, man. I, I love that movie. I could watch it over I and had over. nightmares
4: watching Jurassic Park. I was 16 years old when I saw that movie. <laughs> and I would not sleep for days. My brother, who never liked scary movies, who was 15 years older than I was, Love Jurassic Park. He's like, do you remember when the guy was sitting on the toilet and the dinosaur came and ate him? I'm like, shut up! I don't want to hear about this anymore. He was all giddy with excitement. I was awake for 72 hours. That movie gave me nightmares.
3: <laughs> That's tough for me. Like I, I have boys too. I have, I have two. I have two children, and uh, the oldest one is eight. And, you know, we we watch a lot of movies together and like Jurassic Park is on the top of my list of when we are ready to get serious about movies, we're going to watch Jurassic Park. <laughs> but best. I do worry like it's an intense movie. I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to deal with giving them nightmares, you know.
5: Absolutely. I mean, it's the part I mean, as my... I say, as you guys know, I slip in and my mom, let my brother and I like watch anything we wanted. So I, I was like watching The Exorcist when I was like seven. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm like I'm like that uh, that Jay Bauman you have. He's the guy when I listen to your show. Like every opinion he gives about a movie, I'm like, he's right. Damn it, he's right. Jay is he, and a, I, he is a connoisseur. He and, I have the, he and I have the exact same opinion on movies.
3: <laughs> he the the amount of movies he watches. I I don't know where he finds the time. I don't know if he sleeps. I'll talk to him, you know, a couple times a week, you know, when when we're in the studio and we're shooting stuff, and he'll tell me the just the list of movies that he's seen and give me a little rundown, and I I don't know where he comes up with the time, but it's great.
5: Oh well, next time you see him, can you ask him if he ever saw the witch? I, will, the witch I will ask
3: him if he saw the. Witch. I don't think he saw the witch yet. I, it's he missed <laughs> it in theaters, and it'll be out on video on demand soon enough. But he'll, he he hasn't not seen the witch yet.
5: <laughs> that's a, that's a little uh, that's a little R L M N joke for you uh you people that don't know um. <laughs> i got a question uh, for movie.
0: jack oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I, I just okay. want to know have you ever been pleasantly surprised by a movie you went into thinking it's going to be shit and then you're like oh this is turning into a really good one of my favorite movies
3: it, actually yes we uh very early on in the best of the worst series we watched a movie called extro oh yes
5: yes extro yes.
3: x-t-r-o And, you know, based off of the cover, based off of, uh, you know, like where it was shot, it was, I want to say it was a a British movie. We were sure this was going to be a schlocky sci-fi movie. Mm -hmm. And as it turns out, it was a bit of a creature movie, a bit of a horror movie and a really intense, like, alien abduction creature movie. And it was really good. It was really well done. And on. Extra. All right. All and right, and we were like a little dumbfounded by how good it was there. There's this whole, like the, it, it has to deal with a, a father who is abducted by aliens and he comes back to earth to uh grab his son, to, to take his son with him and his son kind of uh, obtains supernatural powers. And it's so well done. It's, it's obviously like a cheap, it's, it's a B movie. It's a cheap movie but it is an incredible find, and we were really worried because we didn't, we couldn't make fun of it because it, it was too good. You know, where <laughs> are we going to get the comedy from? But it, it, yeah. it turned out to be a fine episode. But extra, x t r o.
5: I'm looking it up right now. Thank you.
3: Yeah, very cool.
5: I uh, wanted to say uh, this Friday, Civil War comes out. I imagine you'll all be seeing it. You, you and our uh, rich are big uh, superhero fans.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. We are big superhero fans, and. And me myself, I'm an incredible Marvel fanboy. I, I will so, admit it wholly that I love Marvel.
5: Can you tell us a little? I, I already know, but and we talked about it extensively on this show without giving spoilers. Just a quick like one minute rundown of Batman versus Superman because we have talked about it to death, and you being the you you know you being uh, you being Jack Red Letter Media Jack, we'd like to hear.
3: It's, it's, it's something, you know, Rich and I were just talking about this uh, our last stream. You know, we, we live stream video games twice a week and, and we had just gotten into kind of why Marvel is getting it so right when we think that DC is getting it so wrong. And it all boils down to understanding what made the character great in the first place. And so, you know, if, if you look at the Captain America movies... And I know I'm 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 kind of taking the long way around to get to Batman versus Superman. So, I um, I hope that's all right. Absolutely. But uh
4: absolutely.
3: If you look at the Captain America movies, which I think are great movies, they all deal with him as a character of just doing the right thing no matter what. That's that's his whole life, that's his whole character and and that's the core of what made him popular in the comics in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then you have Batman versus Superman. And and for me when I think of Superman, I think of this all-powerful being who wants to help everyone a- around him and and his biggest burden is he cannot save the entire planet. He does not have the power to save the entire planet. And so, you know, he just does what he can to be the good in people's life. And none of that comes through in Batman <laughs> versus nice. Superman. He's a selfish prick who only cares about saving the girl that he's fucking.
4: <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness!
3: You know that's it. Like there, there and, and anytime he's saving civilians, there is this like somber music, almost as if he is upset about saving civilians, <laughs> It's all done in slow motion. And it's this one tiny montage and the burden of being the hero. But you know, when it's Lois Lane, sure, I'll save her. I'll be there for Lois Lane right away. Nope. No problem.
0: Right. Right.
4: <laughs> you know, so it's funny. Bat- oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I had such a distaste for Batman after this movie. And I, and, you know, Superman almost seemed more like a hero to me after this movie.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he, Superman does, technically heroic things he does save people but you know they're shot very somberly batman to me batman's a detective uh you know like my my favorite batman is is batman the animated series the (laughs) the kind of 90s batman cartoon that was my favorite batman and you know this batman i think is kind of the best that we've gotten in a while (laughs) Mm -hmm. the action sequences were really fun his Batmany things were cool, you know, like you kind of see a little detective work and and his gadgets are neat. The only problem is he has decided to to solve a problem as the world's greatest detective by building a giant Iron Man suit and punching someone. <laughs> <laughs> you know when it's 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 just this there's too much testosterone and not enough character and not enough story. You know, not, not even to get into the fact that why does Lex Luthor do anything in the movie? Mm
1: -hmm.
3: You, you, we don't, we don't know. (laughs) We don't, we don't know why he's He's no motivation at all. all. And so it's just this series of shots. I, I, we, we really dislike that movie a lot. I got to listen and, to that episode.
0: What what number is that episode if we wanted to go back to? It. Half in the oh, bag. Yeah. Half in
3: the bag there's a whole thing on it. Rich and I have a yeah, have an you entire guys. unedited 3 hour discussion on it. It's you can go to <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible. I mean it's it's great if you're into that sort of thing. But uh yeah, head head over to Red Letter Media dot uh, com and you can find Jay and Mike's discussion on it and you know they're the, they're the real film guys they're the ones that will kind of break it down analytically All right. or you could have, head over to previously recorded uh, our YouTube page and find our Batman versus Superman discussion mm-hmm. it's there's there's just so many things where <laughs> oh I don't I, I, I could talk about Batman I could talk about why I hate Batman versus Superman for way too long mm. so I, I will try not to but here, here's the the other part to kind of segue it back into the Marvel movies, where the the Marvel movies have taken their time and set up a universe in which they all coexist. So when we get to Civil War and they're all fighting, we know what's going on already before the movie starts. They've done such a good job setting everything up. Mm-hmm. We we understand that in Ultron, Cap. And Iron Man were already not on the same page. You know, we we understand characters, we understand right. what's happening. But in Batman versus Superman, we get a montage of them trying to shove characters in our faces that we're supposed to care about. that's supposed to drag us to the next movie, right? But but it's a montage, and and and, and Aquaman was holding his breath. I don't care what anyone says.
5: (laughs) Stupid shot of Aquaman. He was definitely holding really awkward in the theater. I was like, what is this? It's going on way too long. Right. What was he doing? What was he looking at the camera? It was. Yeah. yeah. It's It's like how they should have done it is you get like a quick, like he blows by the camera. It's a blur. The camera goes out and then you get like maybe a quick frame of his, you know, something that lets you know it's him, but it's almost like they wanted to say, Hey, we got Jason Momoa. Let's all stare at yeah. him for 10 seconds.
3: And you know what? He's a handsome man. That's fine. You want to stare at him? That's, I'm sure he's on, a, a, on an issue of Ladies GQ that you can you know, see him in his full glory. But it, it, in the movie, it made no sense.
2: All right. All right. I, I haven't seen the movie. But you guys talking about Jason Momoa. Me, Matt, Ted were around Jason Momoa not long ago. Right, <laughs> at, right after they yeah. announced he was going to be in this movie. He mm-hmm. had so much security around him. I mean, you know, like, Norman Reedus was there, Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead, Grey mm-hmm. Nicotero, all these people. But Jason Momoa, of all people, was walking around with security. So, I mean, you, you couldn't even wave at him without security getting on you. <laughs> was him being in this movie, worth all that security? I mean, was he in it a lot? or Because I, cause I <laughs> haven't I, seen I, it. Maybe he that was, was just 30, still exactly. Game
3: of Thrones.
2: No, it was... Uh, they had just announced his Aquaman, and the picture came out. And then uh, we were in Atlanta with him, but, I mean, God, it was all but armed guards around that dude. Because of, <laughs> it might because have been post-Game
0: of, of Thrones hype, though. He's right. I think that was around the time where it might have been a season separated, but he was still uh, Khal Drogo. I think that's mm. how people... And,
3: no, like, like Ted said, he is in the movie for all of eight seconds.
2: Ooh, okay.
5: <laughs>
2: and it's a very, <laughs> it's that's a very it. awkward eight seconds. So... Um, I wanted to bring it,
3: down, to, it, it's, uh, it's an incredibly awkward eight sense.
5: I wanted to get down to previously recorded your other show. You do video games. We're all big gamers here on zombie cast. Um, I saw today you actually put out your review of quantum break
1: mm-hmm.
5: and I watched that and I, I too just recently finished quantum break. In fact, I am going right out for the show to best buy to trade in quantum break for store <laughs> credit for store <laughs> credit. Um, I I liked it more than you did. I didn't play. I heard the PC version was bad, but that is crazy. Looking at that footage
1: mm-hmm.
5: of how bad. It, I played it on the Xbox. I really enjoyed it. I understand the the problems it has. I was blown away by the the time powers and all that. Um, and I do feel some people say like, "Well, the live action cutscene was too long," and it's like, "Well, they're not really cutscenes. They're they're full TV episodes." Sure, but,
3: but but you know, I. I you know maybe maybe i'm an i'm a grumpy old man here but for me when when i sit down with a video game mm-hmm. i i would like to play the video game yeah. and and quantum break has done such a remarkable job of not letting you play the video game <laughs> they they have cut scenes they have these live action tv show segments they have all of the reading of the backstory, there's very yeah. little actually controlling your character in quantum break.
5: I do have to skip a lot of the reading when you just find a document on a table and it's like four pages long.
3: Right. And like they have those like in game radio shows, which, which would be a really great for world building. But in order to listen to the radio show, you have to stand still. Um. They they just, they just don't want you to play their game. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought well, it was neat, you know, but it just didn't work.
5: Well, I, I what I like about uh, previously recorded is the really obscure games you play. I I think one of my favorite episodes is when uh, you got Jay played one chance. That episode, the uh, the one where he had to live through the apocalypse.
3: Oh, that's right. And they that's they a, they lock your IP address, so you actually only have one chance to play the game.
5: If, so, if you play it once, you can never play it again.
3: You can never play it again unless you like log in from a different computer.
5: That is crazy, wow. but that that's one of the funniest episodes you ever did. <laughs> You've recently been doing. A, you recently did Party Hard. I'd never heard of. Where guys, the plot of Party Hard is: you're a guy who is sick of. The noise at the party next door. I think so. You sneak into the party, and the goal is to murder everybody at the party before the police get there.
3: Yeah, it's it's a slasher simulator. It's really fun, you know. And you have to kind of devise the best route to murder everyone at the party.
1: That's funny.
3: We're we're going we're going through a bit of a golden era of of indie video game titles right now, right, yeah, and. Yeah. You know, with with Steam and with digital downloads and with freeware games, we're, we're we're playing a bunch of really unique games. Uh But you know, we also go through the classics. We 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 replayed uh, the NES Friday the Thirteenth game with nice. the Purple Jason. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah you did that yeah. On Halloween, didn't you? Back Say during again? Halloween, you did that back during Halloween.
3: Back during Halloween, it's and as it turns out, by the way, that game. Had some really legit ideas uh, <laughs> where you could kind of swap between the camp counselor characters, and you had to keep track of where Jason was. It was great. Uh, they're re- they're they're doing a new version of Friday of the Friday yeah. the Thirteenth game, which I'm really excited about. Actually, where it's a, it's a multiplayer game where many people play as camp counselors, and one person plays as Jason. And the camp counselors just have to hide from Jason, and he has to find them. It's, it looks really fun.
5: Did you see the footage of Jason breaking through the door and killing the door with the axe?
3: Yeah, looks great. Looks yeah, great. Looks,
5: and they have every version of Jason. They've been doing a Kickstarter, you mm. know, with like goals you can meet, and they've got like I think every version. You can even be Jason's mom in there. <laughs> so uh, be Betsy Palmer running around. It's
3: it's there. There's a lot of fun. We 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 recently played a game that. I I look back on really fondly called who's your daddy and (laughs) it's a two player game. And one person plays as a father trying to protect his house uh, from his newborn baby. And the other player plays as a baby trying to kill themselves.
5: I, Oh, I saw this. Yes. I watched that episode.
3: It's like it's morbid, but a really amazing idea for a video game where you're like you play as a baby and you crawl around and you try to like stick your fingers in outlets (laughs) and the father tries to like find the outlet covers and cover all the outlets and all the levels are kind of randomized. Mm -hmm. It's a really interesting and fun multiplayer game.
5: So you would see stuff, Matt, and, Matt, and Sean, like yeah, the baby be crawl. It's kind of creepy. Like the baby looked like the movie It's Alive or something. Crawling <laughs> right. <in the> <laughs> it's kinda, I was thinking they should make an It's Alive game. You see the baby, and then the dad has to stop the baby from killing itself because Matt, Matt has a has a small child. They like to they like to stick things and things, and they like to know. find the most
0: convenient way of injuring themselves. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
5: So it'll be like the baby <laughs> finds a fork, and it's like okay, I got a fork. I got to stick it into an outlet, and you as the dad have to cover the outlet. And if the baby gets there first, it's funny because the baby actually does, like, turn black and <laughs> start smoking. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh, Jesus. <laughs> it, it's like you, it's a game where you can't believe what you're watching. But the more you watch it, the funnier it gets.
3: Oh, sure. Uh, and, then, you know, the, eventually, like, the gamer just takes over with you. So, you are know, like, you're the baby. You try to devise the, the smartest way to kill yourself where you're like, okay, I can distract <laughs> my dad over here by pretending <laughs> that I'm going to stick a fork in the outlet. When really I go to the bathtub and try to drown myself.
5: <laughs>
2: it's yeah, called, you hear who's about your that? daddy?
5: Who's people, your daddy? Do people recommend these games to you or do you just, you guys just have a way of finding weird games or what?
3: A little bit of both. You know, we, we have a, a, a really active Twitch chat who, who does a, an amazing job of, of making sure that rich and i are up on the latest and greatest game uh, and you know sometimes they're just random finds and right now we have far too many games to play we have an official list of games that we need to play and it's it's over a hundred games long at this point
5: well i know rich is a big doom 3 fan you guys excited about doom i guess new doom it's not doom 4 is it coming out like in a week I'm super excited. I I played that game when I was like a teenager. I made maps. I'm like counting the baby.
2: Wait, I I got a question. So if the baby kills itself, it says baby wins. The baby (laughs) (laughs) wins. Oh my god, baby wins. (laughs) It's
3: it's 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 one of the most unique gaming experiences I have had in recent history. Who's your daddy? And and yeah yeah it's, it, exactly that that is your goal you are a baby and and anyone who's ever had a baby knows that's true babies mm-hmm. have no sense of self preservation they they see a flight yeah. of stairs they just want to jump right off them
2: dude this, <laughs> is, I'm looking at these pictures man it's got, well, got four go watch an the video man on <laughs> a,
1: there's
5: <laughs> like there, there's like a straight hour at Jack and Rich playing the game on a on YouTube you should go watch it hilarious. <laughs> As I've said, Rich and Jack's commentary makes a what would be a boring game way more entertaining.
0: Right on. Yeah, I'll have to check that out.
2: Um You guys should do a commentary of Ted's new movie. Did Ted tell you about a movie he put out? It's no. on uh it's on YouTube and it's right at four million hits. It kinda took off pretty quick. Uh it's Combat Kids, right, Ted?
5: <laughs> I, I made a I made a fan of
2: Mortal Kombat It's good.
5: Called Combat Kids, because I'm a huge fan, and it's about uh, if Combat kids if the Mortal Kombat characters are basically the Muppet Babies, you know, it's them Ooh. as little babies, and it, it's yeah, it's got four million hits and was like personally endorsed by Ed Boon and NetherRealm Studios, and they put it on all their social media <laughs> and everything. Yeah, awesome. So if you if you guys have a you guys have about 25 minutes to kill and you want to watch a, a children's show become batshit crazy real fast,
3: I just <laughs> googled it. It's it's up on a it's up on a new tab right now. So, yeah, after, after the show, I will launch it.
0: Do it. My kid plays um, – oh, shit. He's My Scor- kid uh, plays he's, Scorpio. He,
5: yeah. Matt's three-year-old
2: is Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, but it's so, really yeah. good, Jack. You should check it out. I mean you really should check it out on a serious note. But uh, I'd like to hear your guys' re- take on it. You know, they, 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 there's, there's, there's been like a thousand review videos. Of you it you never
4: know, it might get put on the little peg there and turned around the wheel, and it might pick them just so they could watch it. <laughs> yeah, guys.
5: You, yeah, could you, yeah, could you put it in that VHS tape? And uh, and I, I would love to see uh, Mike. I, I I don't know anything about Mike. Mike scenes is Mike's the sarcastic one, right?
3: Mike is the very is very sarcastic one. Absolutely.
5: <laughs> I would love to hear him besmirch my my cartoon. <laughs>
3: We hear that from a lot of filmmakers. They just they just want to be beat up by Mike. My, Mike is the the Mr. Plinkett. You know, he's the one that that yeah. kind of started he it Carl all with
5: Plinkett. these. But you guys, you guys to me are like you guys should have been in the new Ghostbusters movie. Not 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 all those other people. It should have been the four of <laughs> you. I was actually thinking that'd have been a better movie. And I was actually like, you'd be Egon because you're okay. you got you're the straight man, and you know, and you got the glasses. And then mm. I think Mike is Mike's vain because he's completely sarcastic, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Mike Spengemann.
5: I think Rich. Jay is Ray because Ray rhymes with Jay, and it's kind of the adorable. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. Jay's so adorable. He's <laughs> <laughs> just so adorable. But and Rich, I guess, would be Winston because you know they'd always send send Winston to do the the, the nasty job or get absolutely. He got slimed. He had to go under the train, and that seems like the guy Rich would be.
3: <laughs> it's perfect. Would be You know. It, I, if we would take those parts just so we could tank the movie so there would be no remake of Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. That is our that that is my official stance on the Ghostbusters remake. It just, <laughs> it just does not look very good.
5: Well, I, I, uh, one, last things I wanted to say, and I think we're going to start wrapping up. Uh, Outlast 2, you guys played Outlast 1, which is another great episode. Have you seen the footage of that? The new one?
3: No, no. I... Uh, you know, like, I'm, I'm not a huge horror, horror survival video game fan just because I find most of them to be very boring. Uh, this we played it. horrifying. We played Outlast. Outlast was legit. Like, we had a lot of fun playing Outlast, uh, which is you kind of are investigating this rundown insane asylum. Mm-hmm. And as one would imagine, shit gets real. Uh, but, no, I mean, I'm looking forward to Outlast 2, yeah. Uh, a lot of people have recommended it to, to us, and, you know, Halloween is one of our favorite times of the year anyway, so unfortunately, right. like, we just have so much we want to do during Halloween, during all
5: of October. Well, Outlast 2 takes place out in the woods and in cornfields and creepy places like that.
4: Yeah, Like, you're, you're
5: you're crawling through cornfields with crazy people with flashlights looking for you. It looks fantastic. Um I wanted to say uh, conventions. You guys don't do a whole lot of conventions. Is that something you'd ever change? Would you ever come up to an LA convention so I could come stalk you guys down? <laughs> I know you know my,
3: uh, Mike Jan Rich used to do conventions a lot uh, with their with their movies. Uh, mm. They they don't anymore just because now with digital distribution and and uh, their their online fame, uh, it's really easy just to mail them out. So no, I don't believe we are doing any more conventions. I mean, like Rich and I like going to them still, mm-hmm. but, but not no more booths.
5: Well, that's a shame. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you had more to say. I'm sorry. No, um, I
3: don't. We, you know, we're, we, we're just making videos now.
5: And so, speaking of making, making videos, you guys recently put out, uh, it took 12 years to make a uh, space cop, space cop. Yes. Right. The, the, a the, the a movie, cop.
3: A movie about a cop from the future, the future of space, Space Cop, uh, S- Space Cop, Space Cop, space cop. <laughs> <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Space Cop is uh, is the latest feature film from Red Letter Media. It it actually started off as a feature film that was going to be almost made as a joke. Uh, it, it, it's an old trailer that was out maybe like 10 years ago. Of footage they could salvage from an original shoot, and the, the idea just kept on kicking around. It stars internet superstar Richard Evans. If you've ever seen that picture of a guy sitting on a couch with a bottle of beer, wondering what he's doing with his life, that's Richard Evans. Uh, Dude, I
5: always conf- I always call him Chris Evans, and I'm not the only one. <laughs>
3: He's, I mean, he's just as handsome.
5: It's ex- I mean, they're I mean, they're, they could be twins, but I, I really he's do. He's just homework.
3: as handsome and twice as talented. Absolutely.
5: I call him Chris Evans all the time. And then there was even a joke on, a, I think, a half in the bag the other day where Mike said, and we have uh, Rich Evans, and he put up a picture of Chris Evans. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't
3: know. I, I never watch half in the bag. I don't much care <laughs> for Mike and Jay.
5: Yeah, you shouldn't. It's a terrible joke. But, <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it's it's a feature length movie. And if, it, it's one of those things where it's. Our type of humor is a very specific type of humor. And so I would really recommend watching some half-in-the-bag episodes, some best-of-the-worst episodes. If you think those are funny, go check out Space Cop.
0: Awesome. Is it a, yeah, how, how do we get it, though?
3: Uh, you can get it through redlettermedia.com. Uh, okay. they, there's digital downloads. There's Blu-rays. Awesome. Uh, and, and that's really it. I'm sure there's a there's – a, uh, But you can download it from VH- your site, though. Yes that you can download it there are digital downloads and the digital downloads do come with all of the <laughs> bonus features uh, commentary tracks, oh, nice. bonus featurettes making ofs the history of space cop that kind of stuff
5: and you Jack, you did a lot of the effects because you did effects uh, streams
3: that's right that's right uh, uh, some of some of the effects uh, were actually done by by professionals working in the industry but but you know most of it was just us you know we, we uh, shot, a guy named everything.
5: Uh, colin from canada you have red letter um, media has yeah. their very own canada just like we do a we, have, we have
3: two canadians oh wow two, two canadians yeah, we have two and so that's better i think
5: don't we get these guys canadians. any ideas no no <laughs> we might be, oh, I want to be the only one
4: we're keeping our motto, and we're not adding we like our
5: You'd <laughs> <laughs> never like to have three canadians no nope.
4: nope. We, you're not allowed to take nope. our motto. you know
3: either. why <laughs> once you get once you get three canadians it turns into a hockey match and then you can never uh-huh. get them back
0: Oh, we start unionizing. Go. We start demanding equal rights. Yeah, man, it's, you want to keep it at
3: terrible. <laughs> Just terrible. <laughs> Univers- and then they start a- asking for health care coverage, and you're like, go back to to Vancouver. Yeah,
0: they're like, I sprained my ankle. I'm going to go get free health care. And you're like, get out of here. Yeah,
3: yeah, a bunch of jokes well, <laughs> Joikes.
2: <laughs> well, Ted, you said he was going to be talking some cheese, man. I haven't heard any. Are you a cheese connoisseur? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: Just I have no
2: because
3: idea what he's talking about. Wisconsin, uh, yeah, Wisconsin oh. technically speaking, is no longer the dairy state. California produces more oh. dairy Oh, than now it's cheese, Sean. I'm the oh, cheese guy. Oh, man. I'm very so – I, I enjoy cheese. I'm not a cheese connoisseur.
2: Kind of oh, no. Man. What's, so what, what's something we can talk, Jack? What What do you like, I, man?
3: I, I grew up on a farm. Do you want to talk about farming? Yeah, cows, man.
5: Chickens. Well, Sean here has chickens. Sean raises chickens.
3: Well, see, there we go. I, I I was a butcher for many years. I can talk. I can talk to you about the proper way to to bleed and cut a chicken. There's. I mean, what do you want to talk about? Or we could talk about movies and video games, do which is what ch- I do most of the times.
2: Choke chickens. Anyways, so thank you. <laughs> Jack. So uh, Jack, I well, want to thank you for a, coming coming to the a, show today. Was that a masturbation
3: <laughs> Was that a masturbation Woo-hoo. joke? Were, it are it? we going to end this on a masturbation joke? Yes.
5: If yeah. uh no, I'm going to try to uh, raise <laughs> that in your mind and uh and uh Jack, what games uh what video games are you looking forward to? What do you want to play and what do you recommend? <laughs> Um I am I am looking f- uh,
3: forward to No Man's Sky, a oh, yes. space exploration game that is going to come out next month and right. I like space stuff I really recommend What's something I've played recently that I really recommend? Um, uh, well, not recently. Bloodborne. If you have, if you have a, a PlayStation Four, and this is the zombie cast, and so we, if if you enjoy zombies and horror and body gore and werewolves and <laughs> everything awful in the world, uh, you you play as a hunter and you get to slash up all of these horrible creatures. It's one of the Bloodborne for the PlayStation Four is one of the most satisfying horror games you can play and uh i for I, I, and the game i'm looking forward to oh yeah no man's sky i said that
5: no man's nice. sky well jack we really want to thank you for coming by i was uh i was very excited and a little nervous to have a have, have a, a member of red letter media on the show i'm a huge huge fan i hope awesome. i hope we've made some new fans out there
3: oh i hope yeah. so as well thanks for having me on and and you know keep on keeping on
5: and you guys keep on keeping on and my last question is uh when is the next Plinket review
3: uh, you know what? I have a I have a, an exclusive here for the ZombieCast. <laughs> uh, it's it's actually coming out tomorrow.
5: Boom! Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. coming out tomorrow. So keep an keep an eye out. Um, and people, uh, you know, keep an eye out to redlettermedia.com. dot com. New Plinket review coming out tomorrow.
5: And I will be refreshing all day. I don't know. I think there might be some uh, some some uh, treachery, some Red Letter Media treachery going on with this.
3: That could be a long running gag in which we keep telling people yeah. it comes out tomorrow and it never does, <laughs> yeah, but you'll I'd never
5: think. know. <laughs> yeah,
2: that would be good, right? There.
5: It's just Mike is going to. Mike is just, <laughs> This is like people are anticipating it for like years and years, and Mike just one day it's a random Thursday. It's just out with no buildup. <laughs> Here it is. It's
2: like free um, beer tomorrow, man. Free beer tomorrow.
5: <laughs> absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, but Jax, thanks so much for coming by. Really love what you do. Yeah, uh, say you. hi. Say hi to the gang. Um. It. And we'd love to have you back anytime you want to come back. And uh,
3: yeah, absolutely. Have a good night.
2: Yeah, man. Thank you so much, Thanks, Thank See you, awesome. Jack. See you, buddy. Bye. 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 So, Ted, dude, you're happy, man. You've it's been excited God. all week, buddy. <laughs> that, that, that was awesome, man. It's uh, you know, Jackson's like nice a really, really, genuine it guy, is. man. But I'll say, really, dude, I got to go back and see some of the some of the. I just been scrolling through their videos, man. There's there's so many, but. The Masters of the Universe, man, I got to check it out. The old school. Oh yeah, world. they
5: do. They do audio commentaries. They do reviews of bad movies, reviews of new movies, They're video games. They do it. They do it all, and they do it all extremely well. So, go redlettermedia dot com and find them on YouTube. And uh, they they are the ones who made the infamous seventy minute Star Wars prequel reviews, uh, which really made them famous. And uh,
2: yeah, so. So, guys, I guess we get to the wrap-up show. Remember, next week, we got an exclusive interview from George Romero coming to ZombieCast. And we've also got Zombie Thon from the Zombie Research Society. He's going to be hanging out with his full show. Find out if he's a Fear fan or not. Find out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, let's get to the wrap-up show. And, Ms. Latte, where can people find you?
4: You can find me on Twitter under Normie477. Or you can find me on Xbox Live under NormieBug. And come find me on Thursdays on allgames.com at nine PM Eastern Standard Time with Knuckleballer Radio.
2: Nice and Teddica, work people find you? Boy.
5: on everything. The end.
2: Ted again, the end. And Mr. Matt McFly, where people find you?
0: At Madam McFly, M A T T O M C F L Y, Tuesday nights on Video Outsiders on the Riot Cast Network. Also social dozen someday. <laughs> someday.
4: someday. When someday. I don't get someday.
0: skipped for the second time. Yeah.
4: Yes.
2: Uh- <laughs> and Norma, I'm gonna upload your uh t- yours tomorrow, man. I, you know, I looked on my my desktop and I was like, damn, I got a social dozen I gotta upload.
4: Uh-huh. And I'm was, doing last week this week coming crazy. weekend too, so. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> sorry,
5: sorry. La, la, la. This weekend, I just saw something on Twitter and I laughed.
4: Okay, what'd you see? And
5: uh, to... involved a certain someone building up the nerve to go to Taco Bell to get a certain collectible cup.
4: Oh, good uh. for her. All right, talk about that. Nice. All
5: right. And now uh, she's already right. complaining. She's already complaining that the cups are the the paint is scraping off the cups. Yeah. It's not up uh, to quality.
2: But you can find me on <laughs> twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. MaxBoss1 tag is Freeman Daddy 7 And uh, send everybody to zombiecast.net. Go leave us a review, guys. We do this on a budget of nothing. So the reviews are everything for us. And thanks for spreading the word as we grow each week. And we thank all you guys for, uh, for all the love all the time. Thank you, zombies.
4: But. <laughs> thank you, zombies.
2: On behalf of Canada, America, <laughs> and the Marty All Games Radio Network. Mr. Normalite, Tatakin, Madam McFly, and myself, Freeman Daddy Five. We call episode 202 of Zombie Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Good night,
1: Zombies. Good night,
4: everybody.